0: Yeah.
1: streaming at my face like the entire last 20 minutes of that episode yeah after
0: like, the episode finished and it's like silent in the credits like i just paused it and i cried for two hours because yeah. i couldn't handle it. and i also did that when i finished lost i cried for two hours oh
1: my god i even
0: cried for like 40 minutes and i finished friends i cry whenever yeah. i finish a tv show
1: no because it's just yeah. the
0: end of like the characters like you it's fell so in love sad. with those characters yeah. but lost in particular i sobbed mm-hmm. constantly all day every day i love lost I love it. I love it. Well, should we jump into this? Yeah, let's jump into this. Welcome, everybody. Hello. To episode 34. We are Anyways, How's Your Sex Life? We're your slutty hosts. I'm Channa. I'm Corey. And uh, welcome, guys.
1: Yeah, we were just chatting about Lost. Chatting about Lost. we sort of literally do that, like, every three weeks.
0: It's true. Lost. Now we're also talking about Mad Men. It's getting very exciting. Yes. Because now I'm watching Mad Men. Everyone go
1: home and watch Mad Men. Yes, everybody. It's so good.
0: Hold on. I'm just zooming in on my Google Notes. Literally my favorite thing ever. So, yeah, so I'm super excited for episode 34. I think it's going to be a good one. Mainly because I stayed up till 5 o'clock in the morning last night prepping for it. And so, like, I'm pretty sure I'm excited to see my crazy notes at the end of my Google Uh Docs. I was probably so tired and delirious. I'm like, blah, 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 blah. Fuck this. I thought I was going to do
1: a totally different thing. Um, cause I told you yesterday, but then it ended up like that it's better for the Patreon episode. Oh, okay. And so I was like, Oh, okay. And then I just researched this whole new thing today.
0: Oh, speaking and of, of the like Patreon it. episode, we have a Patreon, we have a Patreon, <laughs> which you guys should know. We just forgot to talk about it again last week. I
1: because think I mentioned it like right at the
0: end. So we have a Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash Probably fuck my tits. Fuck my tits, 69. Mm-hmm. Um, or just like type in, anyway, such as sex life Patreon. It's the link on our Instagram. True. Um, I'm adding it to our website. So yeah, we have three tiers. Each of our tiers has a lot of goodies in it. So go to it to find out Free what the tiers episodes, are. Free episodes,
1: us like, playing games and being drunk. Yeah,
0: bonus content. Sorry, like You name it. It's I'm all me. there. And um, speaking of, announcement for our tier three Patreon listeners. Yes. So we are releasing like tier one and tier two stuff tomorrow probably yes uh-huh. um but your tier three full-blown episode will be coming out in a couple days we mm-hmm. just need to record it a few days from now because we it's been a crazy week
1: well yeah it was fourth of july weekend like we yeah. are recording a shit ton right now but and like yeah and to edit it and like edit all of that is just too and much to try do. to get out
0: by tomorrow and i'm getting my wisdom teeth taken out tomorrow morning yeah so it's just like a little crazy so we're gonna most likely record it probably like wednesday or thursday yeah and so it'll be sometime
1: guys. before before the next episode comes out it'll be out it'll be out
0: but in the meantime you guys will have a case file a shoot the shit cut the f- cutting room floor definitely. all that good stuff and that
1: all will definitely be out by tuesday or wednesday
0: yes yeah. um second announcement so we told you guys at the beginning of may that we would be releasing merch in july yes. since then i have shattered my hand and now also <laughs> need wisdom teeth <laughs> removal yes. so it's been a rough one for me, which you guys already know about if you've been listening to us. So, merch mm-hmm. was kind of put on hold because we, we even had to skip an episode this past month because things have been so crazy for me. Yep. So, like, the, the merch has not been on our top priorities right now. Yeah, and then
1: I'll be, in, I'll be gone for two weeks.
0: Yeah, and then Corey's going to Europe uh, literally in, like, a week and a half. Y- yeah. So, uh, merch will probably be released in August now is what we're yeah. hopefully hoping for. Um, sorry, guys. It's just been, you know, life. Like, it's been fucking crazy.
1: Yeah. But hopefully
0: not. August, unless you know I break my other hand, which you never know. No. At the rate I'm going right now, I'll
1: I'll break my dick. Yeah, having Cor- all that sex I'm having. Oh, <laughs> and <in> Europe. <laughs> Corey's gonna come back. Oh shit, crazy that's STDs. true. Yeah, I might actually break my dick.
0: Are you gonna get tested before you go to? You should get tested before uh-huh. and then after, so it's like a fun game. What if yeah.
1: Corey catch? No, I'm. Oh, I literally will do that. <laughs> fun. Yeah, I will literally. Do Are you gonna get
0: tested for like? Everything,
1: yeah. Well, I'll probably get like I mean, I'll next week I'll go to the Utah AIDS Foundation, I'll get tested for chlamydia and gonorrhea, the and next. HIV. Cool, and then when I come back, I'll get tested for all that again, and then I'll also get tested for syphilis. Fun because syphilis um, usually costs like 40 50 bucks, really? Because it's yeah, they have to like draw blood and stuff like that, and just depends, it depends on what grants they have.
0: Oh yeah!
1: At the time, like they can't
0: just tell off, to do it from your pee, like just no
1: syphilis. They test for through blood. I didn't know that. Uh-huh. I don't
0: think I've ever been tested for syphilis. Then
1: no, yeah, you have to. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you, you can only do it through your blood. I don't know. All I don't I know really is know for sure though. Every
0: time I get birth control, like they have to test you for like
1: maybe they everything. can do that with women. I don't know.
0: Probably not. I don't yeah. know.
1: I'm pretty sure. I are all human. So yeah. yeah, I think it's just your blood.
0: I feel pretty confident that I don't have syphilis, but
1: yeah, you never know. Now. You never. It's like a super sleeper. You would never know. Unless I think it's more likely that
0: Jordan would have syphilis before me, so maybe he has. Maybe I wonder if he's been tested for syphilis. <gasps> Asking, oh my God, Jordan maybe y'all should go get to tested. The house.
1: <sighs> okay, let's move on to my fact fact. Yes, because it's already been 14 minutes for some reason.
0: Oh God.
1: Yeah. Well, we started at five minutes. Oh okay. Yeah. Okay, so mine today is short and sweet, um, oh, because yeah. my last three have just been long and hard and like oh. penetrating. Um, into your mind holes. Um, your, so, your virgin mind holes. Your virgin <laughs> mind holes. Um, your straight virgin mind holes. Ooh. But now you're faggots. But now they, we're all faggots. Now I told you facts. Um, that's
0: episode 34. You're pretty faggoty. You're pretty affogato. What? <laughs> They're pretty like faggoty now. Everyone's faggots. That's episode 34. Oh, yeah.
1: You've had 34 facts shoved into your mind hole.
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 34 fags shoved into your mind hole. <laughs> is, c- Tyler right now is like, that's a band that's name. That's a name. <laughs> <laughs> We uh, love Tyler.
1: Okay, so um, I have fun uh, fetishes. Ooh, Yay. fun! Um, so I know that like, I, like I, every time I do something that's like fun and sexy, I know that like it's not technically a faggot fact, but I mean, or it's not like related to queers because queer is just not just about sex. But, but I have said at the beginning, like I will do like you know, fact facts are about doing stuff about queer and LGBT community, but then also like fun sex shit. Just yeah. Because it's fun. Because to we our all like sex. Yeah. yeah.
0: Podcast title. Anyways, it's your sex life. Yeah. Boom.
1: Exactly. Okay. So, um, my first one is called cake sitting.
0: Oh my God. I'm so excited <laughs> for all of these. <laughs>
1: It's literally just people sitting on cakes. Oh my god, it's I have a cake in my kitchen right now. Naked people or people in lingerie, just like sitting and squishing a cake oh, under like their ass. On, birthday cakes. Yeah, just any it, cake? is, it, it is. Most of it is particularly on birthday cakes.
0: Oh my god, I have a cake in my kitchen right now. Should we whip it out? We
1: should whip it out and cakes it. We have like a. Raging if y'all donate, roller. if y'all donate a thousand dollars collectively to us, yes. we will do cake sitting videos in, in lingerie. lingerie. Channa will be in a. Football jock strap, and then I will be in whatever Victoria's Secret decides.
0: There we go. <laughs> we walk in. We're like, he needs a bodysuit. Stat. <laughs> <Yes>.
1: <laughs> um. So that's cake sitting. Yes. It's just. It's cool. I like it. I I saw I saw like a picture of it, but I didn't watch the video because I was like. That's too much. Yeah.
0: Uh, if you watch a video, like the government might come after you. After yeah, you show, right. Like, you yeah. Cake they're
1: like, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> they don't even, they're not even mad. They're like, are you okay? Yeah. They're <laughs> like,
0: do you, do you want to talk about something? <laughs> like, do you have some weird thing about, uh, about birthday cakes? Right. Did you never celebrate your birthday when you were a kid? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. Um, the next one is Lunars.
0: Lunars. What do you think that is? Uh, something with the moon.
1: No, Lunars. L O O N E S. Oh, I thought you meant like Lunar, like. Oh no, not L U N A R. And I was like, oh,
0: like moonings. So that's why no, I was thinking. No, yeah,
1: luners, L O O.
0: Loony, Luners? I don't know. Tell me.
1: Uh, for it's a balloon fetish. Oh. They're called Lunars. Um, so it's the act of blowing up or deflating the balloon. Condom. Um, and that it is uh that is just as big as popping it. That's so So like some people think that it's mostly just about blowing up balloons and then popping them, but what I was like reading like a interview about somebody who's like the head of the online fetish of it. <laughs> okay goals porn.
0: the president goals. of the looney tunes
1: yeah like what are you doing with your life oh my
0: god they should make a <gasps> porn called the looney Tunes. oh
1: my god yeah nice. um we're so ahead of their time okay yeah. so basically they were saying is that like a big part of it too is like just watching it or feeling it inflate or deflate and i'm like is everyone okay
0: oh my god <laughs> okay again this goes back to my birthday thing yeah Did they not have birthday parties are hey, they but trying i mean
1: to- i like <laughs> armpits and shit like that so whatever yeah, that's, that's one. I cool. didn't read up what that is, but I love armpits. That's they true. turn me on. I'm not
0: going to kink shame. Yeah, that's we're just not going to kink shame,
1: except for scatting. Except for
0: scatting, I will kink shame
1: scatting. <laughs> sorry, we're kink shaming you. That's
0: just dirty. That's yeah. not even like safe.
1: I'm sorry, it's not.
0: You're going to get jarred hey, Did you
1: ever see that like fun? Uh, it's not fun.
0: Did you ever <laughs> <have> see <laughs> that fun scatting video? Oh, yeah, <laughs> I that know, one. I was literally about to say
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen it? It's like this German video, I've and been, it's a two, guy and a woman like in a dark street at night. And they're German, so they're talking German, but it's, like, translated. And it's the guy... Or I think they're just talking in German accents, but they're talking in English. And okay. it's a priest and a nun. And he's like, oh, it's coming. Oh, it's coming. And she's like, give it to me and lease the beast. He's like, no, we mustn't. And he's like, yeah. And he just shits into her mouth.
0: Oh, my God! <laughs> what the fuck? It's, like,
1: the weirdest, like, minute and a half of your life.
0: I And you won't watch Two Girls, One Cup, but you've seen it. No, that? because
1: they... They throw up into each other's mouth. But
0: they also shit in each other's mouth.
1: Okay. Well, I didn't know what it was going to be because I <laughs> didn't know it was a shitting. I didn't know it was a scatting video. And then the second, like, he's <laughs> about to shit, I was like, okay, I'm done.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah,
1: but yeah. That's
0: crazy. That was poor, poor porn stars. I
1: know. I, I don't even know if they're a porn star. If
0: I was a porn star and someone's like, okay, Chana, today's scene, you're none. I'm like, okay, I'm in, I'm in. in. I'm here I'm like, for it. I'm like, here. And then they're like, okay, and then he's going to shit in your mouth. <laughs> I'm like, like I'm no. not here for it. Yeah. I quit. But no,
1: they're like talking about unleashing the demon.
0: Unleashing. <laughs> <ugh>. That's hilarious. <laughs>
1: Whatever. It's 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 sort of funny. It's weird. Anyways, next, uh, macrophilia. Oh. So uh, this is uh, being sexually attracted attracted to giants or like giant form of humans, like having sex with a giant form of human. Okay. So if you're just like hugging a big ass penis or just like, <laughs> hugging a penis. you know, swimming in a vagina of a giant.
0: Vagina a big, giant. Big vagina. Yeah. Okay. A vaginant. A giant. <laughs> I'm changing vagi- my Instagram handle to vagiant.
1: <laughs> Wait, what was the other Instagram?
0: <laughs> oh, it was a good one. Pillow, pr- <laughs> pillow princess. Bil- pillow yeah, princess.
1: Vagiant pillow princess. Yeah, v- vagiant
0: pillow princess is my princess. new Instagram. Cute. I'm going to get some weirdos following me. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: will. And you'll just get like DMs of like, Wait, where's the porn?
0: Yeah, and I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> All innocent about it?
1: They're like, send us your videos.
0: Send us boobs. <laughs> <laughs> You're so boobs. pretty, Channa. Pr- boobs.
1: Boobs. <laughs> um, boobs, please. So that's it. Uh, basically, if you just like type in macrophilia, um, if you are of age, <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it basically people have just like a lot of GIFs where they've just like blown up people, like you know, using you know, I don't know, Photoshop or whatever. And it's just like people are just even like attracted to just people clothed, just images. like looking giant or whatever.
0: Whoa, <laughs> whoa! <laughs> just these images are hilarious. Yeah. They're so photoshopped. I um,
1: love it. <laughs> the next one is plushophilia, oh. um, and it's a sexual arousal arousal from uh, stuffed animals. Oh ew! Yeah, that one's like baggage is there. Yeah, baggage it's like
0: how little boys would put a holes in their teddy bears, to, like fuck their teddy bears and stuff.
1: That's just growing up. For some people, I guess You're I like, didn't do it.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, we know someone, everybody, that warmed up peanut butter and a Ziploc bag and fucked it. So and like brought, brought it up during it, at, when we were
1: doing board games casually at like 6 p.m. We're like nobody knew everybody.
0: Yeah, it, like <laughs> no one knew each other. No one was drinking. He it was. was like a sober board game night, and then out of nowhere, he was like, "Have you guys like ever warmed up?" Because he said it a bag of as if butter. like it's like every single it's like a coming of age thing like every single person has yeah. done it he's like yeah it's like when you warm up a bag of peanut butter and microwave yeah. and fuck it which like
1: all of it like most most teenage boys have done something weird like that and that's fine so like you can tell like other dudes that but it was like a mix a of strangers. And girls and like hat like everybody didn't know two other people <laughs> like there were about eight six eight to nine people there and not everybody knew everybody and
0: cory night and it was our <laughs> apartment so we were like the ones in charge of the whole thing so we were like "Uh, we're like, uh, <laughs> uh yeah
1: whatever anyways
0: how's <laughs> your sex life
1: um so there's that um and then there's Oculolinctus. Oh. What do you think that
0: is? Uh, something crazy.
1: A gratification that you get from licking another person's eyeball.
0: Ew! Oh, Isn't that
1: disgusting? It's disgusting. I did not expect you to say I that. I mean, now. like, go you, but, like, I couldn't even watch that. It would make my eyes water. Uh, I couldn't even do it.
0: Someone tried to. tried l- I would punch him in the fucking face. Yeah,
1: don't lick my eyeball. Don't touch my eyeball. Okay, so that's whatever that is. Um, Then we have spectrophilia.
0: Oh, yes.
1: Yeah, uh, you know what this is. Spectrophilia.
0: Tell me about that. Eve.
1: Um, having sex with ghosts. um, oh. Just like being sexually aroused by ghosts. Been so that's there, basically done this that. podcast. It's like, anyways, has your sex life, AKA Spectrophilia? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm going to start hashtagging everything Spectrophilia.
1: <laughs> we should like have a fun little segment called Spectrophilia. That would be fun. That would be fun. Where we
0: like talk about hot ghosts
1: yeah that'd be so fun, fun. we
0: interview ghosts it's just silence yeah. the we have
1: sex with ghosts and then yeah. videotape ourselves ooh, we just ooh. start a porn hub <laughs> it's called spectro spectrophilia spectrophilia on my
0: Um titties. that'd be
1: a fun movie actually spectrophilia. um so the next one is uh pedal pumping or revving you uh, know what that is i feel like i do yeah um it's just a um it's like a foot fetish but it's an involved foot fetish oh, where whoa. it involves watching someone which is most likely a woman in high heels oh, okay, revving yeah, yeah. up a truck or oh. a car. Just mostly it's it, like the quintessential version of revving is a, like, woman. She may be, like, scantily clad, but she never is, like, fully naked. Sometimes she is. Yeah. But it's just, like, mostly the, the video is focused on her foot and heels revving a truck.
0: Yeah. Okay. I'll do that. Yeah. Send me, like, 20 bucks Oh, my God. Give that. me anything. I'll <laughs> do it. <yeah. laughs> Send me, like, a $50 Amazon gift card and I'll yeah, fucking do I'll it. Yeah. I'll
1: rev it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the last one we're going to do is pygophilia. <laughs> but we all have this. This is attracting to the human butt.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah. Love yeah, butts. have you seen Captain America's butt?
1: Yeah, right. Pygophilia. Yeah. Um, and then uh I was also like looking this up and then saw that on the same website they had some like quotes from a Reddit, like it was basically like an open form AMA, I guess, where people were commenting, or I guess it's just Reddit. <laughs> um <it laughs> wasn't an AMA. <laughs> But they were it. basically commenting on their own fetishes. So these are like actual quotes that people wrote down.
0: Ooh, read them. Okay. So
1: one, I like to watch videos where doctors and paramedics try to resuscitate fat men who are having heart attacks.
0: <gasps> okay, that's scary. <laughs> that's that, That's what scary.
1: <laughs> the next one is, uh, I'm male and enjoy fully dressing up as a female rubber doll with big torpedo tits, latex masks, and uh, ballet boots. Good for you. <laughs> that's fun. <laughs> I like that one um next one i like men to give me a pedicure while i whip them it's a hard life <laughs> <laughs> i want i want that job
0: that is exciting
1: <laughs> i want men to give me pedicures while i whip them yeah oh my god
0: Fun. just like
1: sipping sipping a mimosa in one hand and yeah. whipping them with like the like other someone's
0: feeding how they they have like the palm fan oh They're my fan god you right? All happening god too. um
1: next one is fucking from behind but she's completely disinterested like she's doing paperwork or something
0: oh that's interesting <laughs> that's
1: interesting yeah um, I think I've seen a porn like that.
0: That yeah, that's interesting. Yeah.
1: Um, next one is this one's creepy. And okay. I think it's like too specific. It's too on the nose so I feel like they, they, make, they just did it them. to like creep people out. Yeah. But it's uh cold limbs. That's really the only one. I'm happy to stall the actual sex for a long, long time if I can just caress her freezing cold arms and legs and run my lips over them. It's two on the nose. That's I two think on it's the
0: nose, but if that is their kink, they will kill someone They should one be watched. Day. They will <laughs> if they work at a morgue. They they're should be fucking heavily
1: buddies. monitored.
0: Yeah, government, you like that was flagged his computer after that one.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Um. So yeah, that's it.
0: That's so fun. That's not a fact. A
1: fact. Pretty short.
0: Oh my god. Well, my spooky scoop is also kind of short today, but it's pretty fun, and it's going to be a two-parter. So I'm doing like half of it today. Half of it probably next week. I already had a different spooky scoop plan next week because it kind of ties into our combined episode. Uh We'll see. But regardless, this is going to be a fun one. So I, you know, it's really expensive to be alive especially if you're a millennial, we're constantly complaining about how poor we all are. Yes. But like it's also really expensive to die <laughs> because yes. funerals are crazy expensive. So today I'm gonna go over the costs of funerals. Like oh, the averages. Cool. So the average funeral cost, and this is like the casket, burial, like classic funeral in your head, uh-huh. no basic shit.
1: So like, like a burial, not a uh, cremation. Yeah, so that,
0: I'm gonna talk about, about a burial and a like cremation. Like the basic ass bitch. Yeah, so yeah. like the most basic wedding, not wedding, opposite. Whoa. Basic funeral you can imagine cost between this is just the average, seven to nine thousand. Damn. They say the more like emotionally unstable the family member is when they're planning the funeral, they're more likely to co- spend tens of thousands of dollars even sometimes. Shit. But on average it's seven to nine thousand. If yeah. you were just did like the basic shit. The average cost of a funeral with cremation is 6 to 7,000. So it is cheaper, not that much cheaper, yeah. but it is cheaper. So we're going to break this down. So most funeral homes will charge basic service fees which include services that are common to all funerals regardless of the, spe- of the specific arrangement. Most non-declinable service fees average between 2,000 and 2,500. So you're just paying that off right off the bat. Shit. The the basic services include like obtaining copies of death certificates, securing any permits, sheltering the remains, and coordinating their arrangements. So kind of having like a funeral manager and stuff like that. Uh-huh. So that is like non-negotiable, two grand right there. Um, and then we need to get your body to the funeral home, and that usually costs between three hundred to five hundred, depending where the body is located and how far it needs it to go. For example. Um, like, that is if the body is kind of near the funeral home. But as soon as you start needing to move bodies across states or across, like, country lines, then, you know, it jumps up to thousands of dollars Whoa. and stuff. Because um, you need to get, like, permits and shit yeah. like that to move dead bodies. Fun! Next is getting embalmed, and that usually costs between 500 to $700. Then you need to prepare the body with makeup and clothing, and that's 200 to 400 Then you need to pick out a casket. Most caskets range from 2000 to 5000 um you can really spend as much money as you want on a casket though cuz some yeah. people do like the marble with the gold and yeah. the dildos and the robot. I want
1: mine to look like Dracula should be inside. Oh my god.
0: Yeah. Okay, actually I'm going to get to that in one se- yes. Well, our dream funerals. Fuck yeah. Later. Um so yeah, most of those fu- most caskets range from 2 grand to 5 grand. Or if you want to go cheaper and cut out like the cost the casket, embalming and like preparing the body, um just get cremated, that's only $1200. So you do save a couple thousand dollars right there. Now you want to add flowers and decor to the funeral. So it's not a boring ass funeral. That is usually a couple thousand dollars right there. Mm -hmm. Then you need to pay for a hearse, a funeral manager, a service car, more funeral staff, all that good stuff. That's usually 700 to a thousand dollars. Now you need to even get a funeral plot. If you didn't have one already, that's between 1000 to 4,000. However, if you're in States that are overly populated, like California or New York, it's going to be way more than that because they're running out of space for the bodies. Mm-hmm. Super fun. Um, oh, wait. There's also more. There's also a $1,000 fee to open and close the grave. So to even like dig up the grave, yeah, like to dig it. put the body yeah. in there, close, it, close up the grave. And then on top of that you want a headstone because everyone wants a headstone. So headstones that stand on top, so the ones that are like not flat against the ground. And those
1: are banned in most. Those states? are banned in
0: California now. Are not banned, but you not you don't get them in California anymore. Yeah. I don't think they even are offered cuz they're too they're running out of space. Yeah. That costs between 2 grand and 5000 to get a standing up right awesome. headstone. Um, If you want to get a grave marker, so the ones that are just flat on the ground, which is what most people get nowadays, that's around $1,000. Um, and I think, like, if you want to put the cremated remains in a vault, I forgot to write it down, but it's, like, Ooh. another two grand if and you wanted volume. it, like, in a vault. So, in total, it costs thousands upon thousands of dollars for a basic-ass funeral to happen. Shit. Funerals are getting so expensive that families have to rely on GoFundMe pages. They have to rely on loans and, like... Years and years of preparation, even pay for a funeral, so it's highly advised from like the National Funeral Association to start saving and planning for your funeral earlier in life than later, so your family doesn't have to do it for you, and you can pay for a lot of the funeral stuff in advance. Yeah,
1: so, yeah, people do, which that. is
0: super fun. Um, now next week we're gonna go over unique funeral customs from around the world because I already did Ooh, a spooky fun. scoop before about like different types of ways to get buried. And stuff. Uh-huh. I did that forever ago. But we're gonna go over like specific funeral customs, um, and we're also gonna go over other ways you can get buried. That's like extra as fuck. For example, let's say you want to become a firework or yes. a pencil.
1: I want to become a firework. You can fucking do that, <sighs> bitch.
0: Yeah. Also, I thought it'd be super fun next week, Corey, if um, at the end of my spooky scoop, if you and I can talk about our dream funerals.
1: Yes. And um, okay.
0: And I thought if any of our listeners had their like dream funeral I hashtag thought, like, morbid goals send us a dm and so we can read people about your dream funerals because yes. it's super weird and super fun so yeah so that is my spooky scoop about funerals death is expensive don't it's, die everything's expensive Living's expensive death's expensive Save money. yeah your funeral's going to cost like 10 grand yeah. just to like exist let's all
1: just like just like disappear into the void
0: right and the scary creepiest part is like we're running out of space yeah. like california's running out of space new york's running out of space where are all the bodies gonna go when we run out of space i don't know Throw it like into space. That's an option. That's throwing option. people into space.
1: Yeah. That's a lot of money.
0: It's a lot of money. Yeah, exactly. Shit. It's expensive to live. It's, it's expensive to die.
1: There's a lot of people in this world. We Hashtag. Should, we stopped a bit ago.
0: Yeah. Everyone stop. Stop <laughs> it. We should
1: have all chilled the fuck out like 50 years Wear ago. Wear a condom. <laughs> <laughs> Wear a condom. Have sex. <laughs> okay. So I am doing today. My spooky, my spooky shit today. Yeah. Is the supernatural shit. Sorry. Is on the Hotel Monte Vista. Ooh. Yeah. It's Italian for Mountain View, duh. Cool. Um, we'll get into that really quickly right now. Okay, so this is a hotel that is in Flagstaff, Arizona. Okay. And so we're just jumping straight into the history. So yes, in 1926, dad. the townsfolk of Flagstaff, Arizona and, like, the people um, were, also, were just like, hey, we have a lot of, like, tourism going on and we need to have, like, a newer like, you know, modern hotel that can accommodate people and will also draw even more attraction to the town. Kay. I don't know why people are going to Flagstaff, Arizona, but I mean go you, I guess. So the townsfolk along with the like I don't I don't know who else raised like two hundred thousand dollars in that time to build this hotel. And the project started uh broke ground like later that uh or, like later that fall or whatever, or I think just later that even summer. And by New Year's Day in on 1927, the uh, hotel opened Cool. on New Year's Day. um, So, because Happy the flag... New Year. or Sorry?
0: Happy New Year.
1: No, Happy New Year, yeah. Oh, you know we're going to be doing Happy New Year's? <gasps> <gasps> Hawaii! We're going to be a Hawaii bitch. Oh my bitch. God. are you going to be a Hawaii? No. Oh my You're God. Not. Actually, some of y'all might, because a lot of people go to Hawaii during that time. That's
0: so. true. You might be there. So, we'll see you.
1: Yeah, we'll see you. Like, drunk on pina coladas. Yeah,
0: yeah. bitch. Yeah, bitch.
1: So again, we talked about. I just ta- said that like Monte Vista is <laughs> Italian. It means a mountain view. Daddy. And uh, basically, that was actually chosen by a 12-year-old contestant of the town because oh. the townspeople had raised so much of that $200,000 themselves. Um, the owners or the people who like because it was it was it's owned publicly by the town. Mm. Basically, the elect I don't know the officials or like the politicians or whatever of the town <laughs> were like, hey. Um, we're gonna
0: because do. <laughs> See, what? this reminds me. Do you remember when, like, everyone voted to name that boat <laughs> Bodie <McBow> face? <laughs> and it's still oh. called Bodie McBowface <laughs> to this day. <laughs> <laughs>
1: or one, they were trying to do like a NASA project. Yeah. And people, and like the biggest one was like ass face. It was some shit like that.
0: <laughs> that one did find something because they did go with the people's name. Uh-huh. And I just saw an article where it's like, what, I, I'm going to say Bodie McBoatface. That's the only one I can think of right now. But it's like, Bodie McBoatface discovered <laughs> something on Mars or something like that. <laughs> and I was like, oh, we're such trolls. Like um... <laughs> Anyways, that reminds At least this 12-year-old kid named the hotel something cool instead of Yeah, he of was hotel. cool. He was in. It. Hotel Mick, Hotel Face.
1: Yeah, so just this twelve-year-old boy who was like, "Let's name it Monte Vista."
0: Cool I'm kid. like, "How do
1: you even know? It's 1927.
0: Whatever." Yeah, go you. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Alien, time traveler. Right. This is, ab- this is about time traveling.
1: Um, so the hotel contains uh 73 rooms and uh, suites on three floors. That's cool. Yeah. So let's get into the fucking happenings, because that's enough of the... Oh, wait. There's one last thing that okay. I'll get into. So um, in Flagstaff, this is a little bit Flagstaff history, um, mm-hmm. in the early 1900s...
0: Fagstaff. How can we haven't Fagstaff, been saying this the whole time? Oh, my
1: God. They should rename to Fagstaff. Yeah. Oh, my God. We should
0: have pride at Fagstaff. We should
1: move there. Rename it and then just like become the elected officials. The mayors of, of Fagstaff. Mayor- oh my god, we become the mayors of Fagstaff. The and then and then we'd be like, We're renaming it to Fagstaff. Or we'll just like yes. accidentally do a typo where we leave out the L. Yeah. So it's like, officially Fagstaff. Sorry. Yeah.
0: Sorry, buddy, we fucked up.
1: Sorry, we fucked up. That's the guy for gays staff. into your family And your then just make it like job. the biggest gay destination in all the world. Yes,
0: it's like the new Palm Gulf Springs Gulf. slash Gulf. San Francisco. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's hot
0: enough to be Palm Springs for fuck's sake. Yeah, That's
1: fuck yeah. Okay, so last uh, little point of history. This is really quick. This is the last little point. Okay. In the early 1900s, the uh, town of Flagstaff.
0: Flagstaff.
1: Flagstaff. Had like these tunnels under it. And they uh, all thought that the Chinese immigrants that were in Flagstaff are the ones that had dug it. And that's probably a little bit of like racism mixed in there. Yeah. And I don't know where they originated from or whatever. I didn't like dive deep into that because I just didn't have time. Um, So y'all can like figure that out yourselves. And but for some reason they're there and they're still there and there's tunnels underneath Flagstaff okay. and there's a fire that happened down there and like all in the th- tunnels in the tunnels oh. and it, like because they're connected to some other important buildings it like fucked up some buildings and stuff like that and of course nobody wants the tunnels under their entire town on fire like underground Silent fire? Hill that's crazy That's yeah. scary as shit and um, that that actually happens there's actually a town that Silent Hill the scary video game is based off of oh, in yeah? the Appalachian Mountains oh, and good. it's like a coal mining town and. One time, you know, a few decades ago, or like, you know, I don't know, fifty years ago, the uh, coal mine caught on fire, and so it's still burning to this day. And like, sometimes the ground will just open up, and fire will burst out of it. Yeah.
0: You mean hell? Like hell? Yeah. Uh That's what
1: Silent Hill is based off of. Cool. Um, Just because the coal mine caught on fire and it's never been turned off. That's crazy. Or turned off, uh, put out, put
0: out, (laughs) turned off. Off you go, fire. Off you go,
1: bitch. (laughs) Um. So. So this fire happened and everybody in Flagstaff blamed it on the Chinese... Tourists are not tourists. immigrants, <laughs> sorry, immigrants. <laughs> the Chinese immigrants, the permanent tourists, the t-
0: permanent <laughs> tourists. aka immigrants that live
1: there and paid ta- that taxes, our pa-
0: citizens and pay taxes, <laughs> long term, very long term tourists, yeah very long term
1: tourists. <laughs> um, they they blamed it on them and they blamed it on specifically like their cooking styles and stuff like okay, that. Bitch. So, just total, just like you know, you are different, um, just like shit like that. Fuck you. And so, after the fires were put out. The Chinese people, the Chinese immigrants that lived there, would use those tunnels to actually get around Flagstaff, so they could avoid discrimination.
0: Holy shit! Yeah, so
1: they'd actually like use them to get from place to place.
0: That's sad. Yeah, isn't that's sad that as sad? fuck. Yeah. Are those tunnels still there? Did you say? They're yeah, standing? those
1: tunnels are still there.
0: Can we like go inside those tunnels?
1: Um, yeah, but we'll get to why we probably don't want to. Oh my
0: god, <laughs> I'm so excited! Yeah. We're going.
1: Okay, so now let's get to the spooky shit. shit.
0: Wait, let me ask a question. Yeah. So the tunnels. That the tunnel fire, did that happen before the hotel was built or after Yeah, because it says the
1: early 1900s.
0: And the hotel was built in like 1927? 1927, yeah. Okay, so and did the tunnels go like under, or was like the hotel built over where one of the tunnels was? Yes,
1: there are tunnels that like- there's go under the, the hotel. The tunnels connect to a like few different buildings, like main buildings. The- hotel is one of them
0: oh, okay 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 yeah so that would be why the hotel is like the basement haunted.
1: of the, yeah because okay. the basement of the hotel or there's like a connection to why there's one of the hauntings going on oh, okay. and why the basement has the most activity, or not the most activity but the scariest activity. because that's
0: usually how it goes because
1: fuck yeah but it- yeah so the basement of the hotel actually connects directly like the tunnels just open up into the basement Ew! Isn't that disgusting what? so okay. people have to work down there Why? fuck that yeah fuck it, that is we'll the hotel that. still open yeah, the hotel's still open. It it was bought cool. out privately. It was uh, it was the longest like private or the longest publicly owned like town owned hotel. Cool. And i think thinking like the 60s or the 90s. I forget. I, I can't remember if I saw a 6 or 9.
0: Yeah. Uh, 69. In in in
1: 69, 69, it was bought out nice. um by like a private owner. So now it's privately owned.
0: Ah, that's cool.
1: Yeah. Okay, I'll stop asking questions. That just yeah, the tunnels are
0: really interesting to me.
1: So other than basic bitch shit, we'll get to some happenings and then after the happenings, we'll get to like actual like haunting stories yes. that happen in, in the place. So you have your, your classic footsteps, you have your classic uh, apparitions, ghosts, orbs you know laughing and talking and giggling of children around corners and when you go around the Basic corner bitch. they're all gone yeah but I'll, but I'll get into some of that stuff like specifically so one of the biggest thing that attendants say that they deal with is that there's light bulbs that are constantly unscrewed Ew. so like in constant complaints of light fixtures not working and what the attendants uh, have have found out is that usually these light bulbs are just unscrewed just enough so they're not working mm-hmm. or they're completely gone and they're disappeared and they Weird. just like the ghosts keep doing that just to fuck with them I guess
0: Fucking ghosts
1: yeah. Okay, so many people, um, also like particularly the housekeeping people and desk agents have reported that when you go into the elevator, sometimes there'll be like an old time elevator dude that's just like, hey, which floor? He'll say, which floor may it take you to? And he'll even like pantomime, like shutting the grate that used to be there because it was like an old time elevator. Um, and sometimes people won't even hear anything and then they'll just see a ghostly hand start to shut the grate, like an unexisting grate. And sometimes they'll hear it, you know, stuff like that. And they even say that sometimes, uh, like when they, when you exit the elevator, the, the website actually even said, um, told you to check in the mirror when you get to your floor to see if the elevator man in the, in the elevator with you. You should play the elevator
0: game at the hotel.
1: No, fuck that. (laughs) Fuck that. Um,
0: That's scary. Yeah.
1: Um, so next to the hotel, and actually when the hotel was built, it was in the plans to uh, do an old uh, do a post office as part of the building. So there's like a little building off the side, which is a post office, and uh, people who work in it. I think it's just it was it isn't a post office anymore, but people that are in it say that they see like they'll look in the main building of the hotel at night. And they'll see in like the offices, like people and th- like people moving around, or figures moving around, um, and oh, lights turning on and off. And especially even in like uh, what do you call it, rooms that aren't uh, occupied at the Ooh. moment. Yeah, they'll just see like things moving around in there. It's disgusting. And then there's another little happening where in the in the cocktail lounge, what? many guests have seen even like a little ghostly couple dancing in early 20th century attire. Ooh. Yeah, um, they said cool. that they're like laughing and smiling, and they're just like literally having the most perfect nine of their lives. And they're just like, the, people have tried to get their attention, but they like will not even acknowledge that.
0: That's so You know, they
1: exist or anybody else exists. I remember
0: seen the Haunted Mansion where all the ghosts are dancing. Uh-huh. Yeah, I thought a, of exactly that. Like Ready Player One. You, did you read the book? We saw the movie together.
1: I read the book, but I don't remember that at all. That's oh. not triggering.
0: They uh, they just have to go find like one of the keys uh-huh. and they have to like solve this whole puzzle and they have to go like dancing with the girl. Uh, at like some dance, play. you know, like his love interest, that his friend ended up marrying. But but the well, I read this
1: so long ago. Okay, never mind. didn't we see? It? Oh, we,
0: yeah, we stole the movie. All but. I
1: remember is like the whole Acererak tomb of horrors that they oh, go yeah. into. Yeah. But
0: anyways, yeah, they had a dance with the girl, and it's like 1920s style.
1: Oh, that's dancing, cute. So that's cute. Um, so that's a little cute one that everyone or people will say that's that a they happy didn't ghost. See. That's a happy little ghost one. Um, also there is a boy that can be seen or felt or even heard sometimes. Um, his footsteps and laughter can be heard following people down the hallways and then also running around corners. And if people try and follow him, like he'll, uh, you know, automatically disappear if they see him sometimes or like the footsteps and laughter will stop the second they get around the corner. Um, people even feel tiny hands grab them on the legs or like push them in the butt, like not trying to really touch their butt, but just like, you know, just like pushing them and then running away and like, like it's a game or something like that. Um, others have reported him even uh, talking to an, Another invisible entity that is believed to be his mother. So he'll be like looking up and like talking a little Aww. bit more somberly, you but know, the to demon's something. Like, yes. Yeah, the demon's like, do it, do it, <laughs> Stuart. it. <laughs> Stuart. <laughs> um, so now let's get into some of the hauntings. Yes. Like the actual like little story-oriented hauntings. So there's one about these bank robbers. So in mm-hmm. 1970, three men robbed a nearby bank in Flagstaff, Arizona. Um, but one of them got shot as they were, uh, getting away by, you know, like one of the bank guards. So even though the dude was shot, they were still, the dude was like, nah, y'all let's like go celebrate. <laughs> like, fuck yeah. We got all this money. Like, fuck wow. yeah, YOLO. Uh, so they go to the bar, um, at the, at the place and you know, like at the hotel Yeah. and, uh, the, the guy, like as they were sitting there drinking, uh, he's bled to death and died <gasps> like super like joyously having his last drink.
0: Okay. Yeah, well, just like bled like, out and died goals? right there.
1: <laughs> so uh, since that, people will say that they have been greeted by anonymous voices saying good morning to them. Like if they come and they're like sitting and having a drink at the bar, oh, okay. they hear like good morning next to them and just like look and there's no- nobody there. Um, people have also said that a lot of bar stools or drinks that are si- will be moved on their own. And also people will even report getting up from one particular bar stool with blood on their pants. I felt like that was a little one of those like lies. Yeah, like that's that's lies. a little extreme. Yeah, it's a little extreme. If I saw um, blood
0: on my pants, I'd be like, oh shit, It's started my period. Yeah, it's like, God embarrassing period. as hell. Um, me too. I'm like God But damn, then it's period. ghost blood creepy
1: yeah it goes blood yeah so they'll get up they'll have like a red stain on their pants or something like that Ugh. yeah i'm not weird
0: that reminds me of i just watched super bad like super bad when jonah hill not like yes girl yeah oh, on a hill, and it's, like, oh the period my gosh stain. Yeah. and the boyfriend comes it comes up it's like you have one too <laughs> <laughs> and he's Yuck. like my girlfriend is grinding on you <laughs> that's hilarious it's so gross it's disgusting
1: The next one is uh, room 305. So now room 305 is reported as the most active room, but it doesn't have like necessarily the super best stories, but it's the most active, like common activity going on. It's
0: the most, what, what was the ghost sex kink? Spectrophilia Spectrophilia It's the most uh, spectrophilia room The most
1: spectrophilia room So this uh, was actually featured on the television show Unsolved Mysteries Fun. And And um, so there's numerous reports in this room Of people seeing a woman sitting in the rocking chair In the corner um, Fuck of, the, of the room Fuck um, Looking out the window so there's a story that for a long time, for this is real. Okay. There was a there was a woman that uh, an old woman that stayed in the hotel. And you know, in, in older decades, people would stay in hotels, and even in the early 20th century, it was seen as like high class to not even live in a real house, but you lived in a hotel. Okay, yeah. And you just like you know blew out your money all the time because yeah. you could. Yeah. So um, there was an old woman that stayed. It was like a long-term uh, tenant. I guess you could maybe say. Um, at the hotel, and she like died. I didn't. I don't think she like died necessarily there like, sitting in the rocking chair, but she would just literally sit there in the rocking chair all day, every day, and just look out the window like she was waiting for somebody.
0: Shit. Um,
1: and so people will see her sitting in the rocking chair as it begins to rock, like, her apparition, or the rocking chair will just start rocking on its
0: own. Fuck that. Um, Fuck people that. have even Annabelle.
1: commented that there will be knocking coming from the inside of the closet. That's
0: Corey's worst nightmare. That's my
1: fucking worst nightmare, y'all. I don't it- know. the Under the bed, like, does you know, like I'm never going to, like, you know, have my limbs hanging over... You know, sometimes I actually do. The older I tall. get, sometimes I actually will fall asleep like that. And okay. sometimes, I don't know why it doesn't bother me, but it doesn't. But, like, the closet just bothers me so much more than under Could you imagine
0: bed. if you just heard...
1: Lol, the, uh, me, a gay man, saying that. I don't know why. Just, like, the closet just, like, gives me <laughs> a lot more. But...
0: That's, like, mer- I'm really sexually attracted to mermaids. Yeah. Because, you know, they're, like, long. And, like, I'm like, yeah, because they look like penises. <laughs> it's just a giant My penis. My whole life's
1: just, like, gay, like psychoanalyzed Yeah, therapists you know, have so much r- fun. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, on top of people, you know, knocking or like closet. or not not people, but like demons knocking from the inside of the closet. Yeah. They people many people will say that they wake up in the middle of the night. And the second they realize, like, they come to and they're lucid, they realize that, like, the rocking chair has started rocking. Ew. And they'll just be rocking on its own. And no. many people say that when this happens, they get, like, really spooked. So they'll ask to change uh, whatever you call it. They're asked to change rooms. Um, the tenants are ha- the, the people, like, the managers have moved the uh, rocking chair around. But and like right. every time though that they come back into the room, the rocking chair is back in that same <gasps> spot looking outside the, the thing. That's yeah. freaky. Yeah, that's freaky.
0: Nope. No spank you.
1: No thank you. Okay. So now there's also next to the room 306. This is the third story of it. Jeez. What happened? Um, third
0: story. That's fun. Yeah, Three right? demons dab.
1: In this room, what had happened is in the 1940s, um, there were two prostitutes that were brought into room 306. Me and Corey. And then they were, you know, probably had sex with, uh, killed, raped, and then they were thrown from their third floor window into the street below.
0: Oh, (laughs) shit. That,
1: like, really happened. Um, those who then stay in this room in 306 they report waking up in the middle of the night every time they wake up in the middle of the night they immediately feel uneasy and restless like they are being watched and they can't go back to sleep oh my god um, and also many men staying in this room have even reported waking up to them being choked by invisible hands as yes, invisible bitch. hands are covering their mouths and throats yes bitch crazy. you go girls that would fucking be terrifying as hell
0: if I was a super angry prostitute ghost I would, I would 100% go after men
1: oh yeah I would immediately choke men. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd oh, choke yeah. men regardless. Yeah.
0: But. I'd be like, fuck you, man, man slut. Oh, yeah. That's crazy.
1: Yeah. So, to get a little bit more positive, we're going uh, back to being a little bit more like just spooky.
0: Wait, hold on. Before we get positive, every single hotel <laughs> we've ever talked about, like I've talked about hotels, you talk about hotel- hotels, uh-huh. there are always prostitutes getting murdered. Yeah, all always prostitutes
1: getting I mean, yeah, that's like, it happens all the time. People that's just, just so sweeping under the rug. That's just so sad. Yeah, it's super sad. I was listening to the last podcast on the left, um, and there was this dude, uh, this Canadian serial killer, who was killing these inner, these, like, you know, would go to the red light district of this Canadian town. I think it was the Quebec. I think it was Quebec. Okay. I don't I think it might have been, it's either Quebec or Montreal. Okay. And what was basically going on is he was focused on... Prostitutes. Prostitutes, thank you, sorry, prostitutes. And I think he would focus on uh minority like prostitutes so like blacks or uh native american even yeah um or just anything like that and so they basically what like at that time when it was that decade i think it was the 60s or the 50s um people didn't really care the cops didn't care because he was basically getting rid of oh my god the people that they wanted to get rid of so there are like accounts of police just being like we don't care, and like, and there's literally like literal accounts in like police reports <gasps> and newspapers of I them do a being true like, crime segment "Well, on we don't care, and we don't, you know, we shouldn't really, we don't need to get that much into it because, you know, he's getting rid of the, you know, and then like enter derogatory term." He- oh my there, god, that's you know? like
0: what 100 percent Trump would say if there was like a serial killer that was going after Hispanics,
1: yeah, like, or like literally any minority. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's
0: so. I should do a true crime segment on that. That's sad yeah, shit. it is super
1: sad to like listen to that. Well, it's still like sad. to this
0: day, like. Any minority, either like trans people or minority prostitutes, like there's so much violence against them. Yeah, it's yeah. Pretty and crazy. it's all
1: overlooked, or yeah. a good amount of it is probably overlooked. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, yeah so uh, back to Bell Boys.
0: Anyways, <laughs> so after that super sad note, let's yeah, go back to Let's get back notes.
1: to Rent Boys. I mean, Bell Boys.
0: Bell Boys. Oh, <laughs> Ball Boys.
1: Um, so many guests report um, at all different times of the day. A man knocking on their door and announcing room service. Uh, when they go to the door to see if it, if it is anybody, it's not room uh, service. there is no one there. Ah! Ah! Um So uh, this has happened. Even this is a, such a popular thing that happens that even John Wayne himself, uh, when he was visiting, uh, staying at the hotel, reports seeing the bellman and that he even, when he opened the door, the bellman even talked to him and addressed him and that uh, th- he described it as um what did he say he says he did not feel uneasy nor did the bellman appear threatening in any way um just asked him if he needed anything and he said no and he shut the door and went back to his business basically well i hate
0: to tell you john that you'd probably talk to a demon because the demon's like hi can i come inside and you're like sure no problem yeah uh, don't say yes. boom you're fucked
1: yeah never say yes
0: (laughs) don't invite anyone into your house Just keep saying no (laughs) say no forever
1: um, other guests have also seen the bellboy uh, as they're walking down the hallway, but they'll see it like from the other perspective, as like they'll see the bellboy in front of a door knocking on the door. Um, most of the time that people see this is the bellboy's outside room two ten.
0: Ooh, 210. But,
1: but all the other rooms, people will have the bellboy knock on. But when they see him out, like when they're in the hallway themselves and they see the bellboy, it's usually room 210. Ooh, I wonder if see. the
0: bellboy got, like, killed up in the door frame Yeah, right? Or that's, or like,
1: something. the last door he knocked on before yeah! the woman died. And he's, like, stuck Ooh. in the spiritual, like,
0: this crazy loop or something. <gasps> Shit. Shit. Um, so
1: people say they describe him as a young male in an old-fashioned red coat with brass buttons walking up and down the halls. So Let's
0: go to this hotel. Like.
1: Yeah, this would be a fun little spook one to go to. I wouldn't go stay in the prostitute one. Maybe you're a they man. know I'm gay, though.
0: I would be okay. They're yeah. like, girl, I'm like, yes. I'm like, while twerking <laughs> with them. <laughs>
1: They're like, they like get your hand and like put it on my throat. Right. <laughs> they
0: get my hand. They like put They're it like, on their ghost pussy. They're like, he's liking
1: this. What's going on? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. You are like slap
1: him, spit in his mouth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you wake up. I'm just like violently getting fucked by a two prostitute girl ghost. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm like, all right. And then the, then the bellboy knocks on and he's like, hey, I'm here. And he's then like, I started having sex with you him. Do, you it's you it's our spectrophilia. Yeah,
0: weekend. it's our they featuring your podcast yeah we're like, how do you know <laughs> how do you know they're
1: like we listen
0: i hope we're really huge in the ghost world oh
1: yeah we probably are <laughs> they're like these dumb motherfuckers it's like those dumb bitches <laughs> they're about to get so fucking haunted
0: noobs like listen to this bitch <laughs> 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 she thinks i went away
1: <laughs> L- lol <laughs> um okay so then we get to the, uh, something called the Meat Man.
0: Oh, no. It's
1: actually not, it's like just weird. It's not super scary.
0: Oh. Uh, well, it's a little scary. Though. I'm very disappointed because the Meat Man sounds like a Doesn't terrifying thing. It sound fucking terror.
1: terrifying. Yeah. Um, so this is a mostly this is from Room Ten, which is interesting how the bellboy. Two ten. Uh, Two ten, yeah. Okay. Which is interesting how the bellboy is seen outside Room Two Ten knocking on Two Ten. Mm. Um, some people say that the meat man is from Room Two Twenty. Some of the accounts said Two Twenty, some said Two Ten. I don't fucking know. So like, some said Four Twenty, some said Sixty Nine. Six hundred twenty-six. Some said Four Twenty, blaze it, faggot. Yeah. I don't know. Just Whichever a room. room you want. Just you know, go with Pick it. Pick a
0: number and go with it.
1: Um, so basically, there's a crazy dude that stayed in the hotel for a long time. Uh, sort of like the, uh, the old woman, okay. um, but it was in the 1980s. Um, he was hang- he was literally known, this is real, he was known for hanging or flinging meat on the chandelier in his room. That's he not would vegan. Ha- he would hang raw meat
0: that ain't vegan. from his ceiling. You disgusting bitch. Or from
1: his uh, chandelier um as a the result the, no. the staff would only clean his room once a week so it's understandable Those that poor they eventually found his body one day three days after he had died in the room so i tried was to figure hanging? out how he died was he hanging from the chandelier? no i couldn't figure out how Damn he died it. i looked on the official website i looked on like you know three different other websites that mentioned the story and none of them say how that he died
0: for the sake of spookiness we're gonna say he was hanging from the chandelier okay let's just
1: say he's hanging from the chandelier by his meat
0: by his meat hook by his dick Ugh.
1: Oh shit! I'm I'm turned on. <sighs> By and there were and there were mermaid pictures on the wall, <laughs> and all of them had Corey's face. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so, the crew cleaned and aired out his room over the next some some say three days and some say Spooky. a week before they planned on opening and back up. It was
0: 100 percent a week. Three days is way week, too fast. But who
1: knows. Um, and so the last time that people went in to do specific repairs on stuff, they ha- they broke for lunch, and they reported turning off all the lights and then locking the door. However, when they came back from lunch, everything in the room was in disarray. You know, towels on the floor, uh, bed sheets thrown around in the corner. Um, the TV was on in that full blast volume, and then the p- place that. smelled faintly of meat.
0: <gasps> okay, so I have a theory why mm-hmm. the bellboy stopped at 210. Oh, shit. Okay, so the meat man killed himself yeah. and the bellboy was the one that was in charge of going to knock on the door to like see if he needed to be cleaned or anything uh-huh. so he knocked on the door he wasn't getting an answer at all so he opened the door and he saw the meat man hanging on the chandelier so he was so distraught and the bellboy killed himself oh Boom. shit that's what happened or
1: the demon followed him home <gasps> and then killed him at home and
0: then you can f- the bellboy was hanging from his chandelier in oh his shit house. by Ooh.
1: his dick oh ah. ah spectrophilia yeah this the is, movie this
0: is spectrophilia this podcast is brought to you by <laughs> we spectrophilia. should make a movie called
1: spectrophilia and it's just all of this movie version yeah and then, so like only a few people will be like oh my god that's the hotel monte vista
0: but we should do it how um what's you you know you like how you like mystery theater science three thousand yeah. or something oh yeah we can something, spoof it yeah something time. like that so we're talking and we're like we're wait different. back up okay i know what happened <laughs> like yes. the bellboy walked up <laughs> We saw this. Yes. That would be fun. We could do a YouTube channel off of that for our podcast.
1: That would be good. Don't
0: steal that idea, people.
1: (laughs) You bitches. So in addition to this, after this happened, uh, um, you know, basically they just ignored it or they were like spooked, of course, but they still opened up the room and you can still stay in that room till this day. So people staying in that room have accounted sheets being repeatedly pulled off of them at night and cold man hands brushing against (gasps) them. And specifically women.
0: Fuck. Ew. No. Mm-hmm. I'm not staying in that room.
1: Yeah, fuck that room. And I'm vegan. <laughs> You're this like totally fine mean. if I get strangled by... Actually, that's fun. I if would get, get strangled, strangled by proper... prostitutes. That'd be fun. I'd get strangled by grossly prostitutes. That's... That'd be more fun than having creepy weird ass man. creepy meat man hands like... Just brush past you. I would literally rather be strangled by prostitute ghosts.
0: Yeah, because at least <laughs> prostitute ghosts are like you know they're like bitch while they're yeah. doing it. they
1: like you, they know how to make it feel good. Yeah, yeah. they're they're
0: having fun with it. Yeah. You're gay, so like it's a ninety percent chance I'm not gonna do it. Yeah, and I'll just be like, like
1: I'm a faggot, and they'll be like, oh.
0: You walk in, you're like I'm gay. As soon as you walk through the door, they're like we hate gays.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, they're like in fact the guy who killed us was gay. I'm but like. Gay-
0: <laughs> And oh his name God. was George. Ah, <laughs> ah. It was Corey's alternate alter version Me.
1: Okay, sorry. I just need to get my place
0: again. Cold man hands. It's li- they man literally hands.
1: say cold man hands. Like that's this. That's like a direct quote from like multiple. That's sources. disgusting. Cold man hands. I will not go. That's I will stay in any room
0: except that because I can't handle the thought of cold man hands on yeah, me.
1: Yeah. Uh. So um, the staff will to this day not let people keep pet like people who have pets and come with pets, they will not let them go like stay in that room because the dogs bark so loud (gasps) and annoys everybody on the whole entire level. It's a demon. They say like insistently, insistently, incessantly, incessantly, sorry. Incestually. They say incestually (laughs) that... (laughs) <laughs> we should just start saying that.
0: We should. Like we in su- all seriousness, though. So yeah, yeah, like
1: like, just- like we're at, like, you know, dinner at, like, a restaurant. We say incestually now instead of incestually. <laughs> so they say incestually that the, like, dogs will come in, like, when they're, if they stay in that room, they would, like, bark at the corner, growl oh at God. the corner, start whimpering, <gasps> and then they would just, like, start looking around the room like shit's going around the room. like Like, classic fuck that, you know pets seeing demons like literally so they won't let they won't let pets stay in that room okay anymore. yeah
0: that's not meat man that's in there anymore there's a fucking demon. A fucking or demon.
1: meat man turned into a demon shit
0: the meat yeah. demon the meat demon <laughs> you should become a porn star and you should that's my Twitter meat meat d- handle yes! or
1: whatever I'm meat demon you' are pillow meat princess
0: <laughs> I am pillow princess what was my first thing Vagi- oh, <laughs> v- 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 giant pillow princess. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you could specify in like Total submissive giant porn Yeah. or macrophilia.
0: I'm a macrophilia expert. Uh-huh. I'm a macrophilius. So I am. Vag- and I'm just like
1: carnivore.
0: <laughs> You're like fucking raw meat. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> it's me just like heating up raw meat in the microwave.
0: <laughs> oh, fucking. No. In a bag. You're like, I just
1: like put some peanut butter on it. Oh
0: my gosh. So put some gar- like a garlic aioli on it or garlic oh, yeah. butter.
1: Oh, disgusting. I don't think I could. That's disgusting. I don't think I could fuck Rami. Where
0: We're having a good time. I don't
1: think I could do that. I think it'd make me throw up. That's uh, a little weird.
0: It would probably feel good.
1: If it was like actually fried chicken nuggets.
0: <laughs> you get I McNuggets. You get like a 40 piece. You're like, don't ask me why. You go back to your house. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just jizz on them. That's <laughs> my sauce. Oh,
0: God. <laughs> so salty. I'm
1: like, I like to mix it with the honey mustard Wait. because it like... You know just you know it really stretches out. the honey
0: mustard yeah. to go farther it really
1: just like <laughs> blows down the like acidity of the honey mustard
0: yeah it adds a lot of sodium
1: I love sodium too
0: right? oh God
1: <laughs> um
0: this might have been the gross- grossest things we've ever talked about yeah that's true
1: uh, so the last thing uh the last thing of this hotel room or this room 210 is meat that man. uh and I actually didn't like in most of the meat man stuff I didn't really see it at this point I didn't see it, like, within, you know, the same bracket as Meat Man. But apparently from room 210, um, oh only when uh, people are not staying in the room, uh, the people at the front desk will get calls <gasps> from that room. Ew. That's disgusting. Ew. So this is directly from their website, from the actual, like, ho- from the actual hotel website. It says, when the, when the call is answered, the clerk is able to make out a faint, scratchy-sounding Hello. <laughs>
0: through the static
1: uh noise coming from the handset
0: fuck you meat man
1: fuck you meat man
0: oh shit the meat man's scary
1: okay and so this is where we get to the actual this is so we've been getting progressively creepier this is the creepiest shit it's not like super duper creepy but it's like in real life it would be the creepiest shit oh my god you're like veggie girl so now we go to the basement
0: Oh, God. Okay. The so, tunnels.
1: Uh first, this is the first part of the basement. Um, the laundry and maintenance workers that have to often go down there and be down there most of their time. They frequently quit this job. Like the turnover is crazy high. The most reason is because almost everybody who works down there, literally everybody who works down there, says that they will hear a uh, frequent disembodied cry from a baby that echoes throughout the basement.
0: Oh hell! Um, At times, the
1: cries will even seem to originate from a corner, like around a corner or down a dark hall. And instantly, when lights are turned on, or you could probably investigate where this, you know, the noise is originating from yeah um it immediately stops and then they say that they'll go back to work and like turn around and walk like a few steps and then, away sorry. and then it starts to oh end. my
0: god no. uh,
1: disgusting fuck that fuck, that. fuck you baby so people demon. will literally say that like one people are spooked so they'll quit but others will just quit because they can't take it anymore it's so fucking they're just annoying. it's so frequent and annoying that they just cannot take it anymore oh um and so they'll quit um, so the second one. Uh, oh, also, there is no evidence of a baby ever dying in this hotel. Okay. Um, and, and multiple, like, literally every source that mentioned this said that same thing. So you, who knows demon. why, but, like, people quit the hotel because of that. That's crazy. Yeah, it's that's a crazy. demon. It's Meat Man. <laughs> it's Meat Man. <laughs> He's like, ew, that's disgusting. <gasps> Just picture, like, Demon Meat Man in the corner wh- wh- whining like a baby. Ew! Fuck you, Ugh. Meat Man. So there are also reports of a shadow man. <gasps> That is seen throughout the oh basement he, that is over seven feet tall. <gasps> um, and he is mostly seen next to the entrances to the old Flagstaff tunnels. Hell no. So whenever anybody has to work, they always are like, they always get a buddy if they have to go past the tunnels. Um, I don't know if you have to every time. I don't know exactly how it's like, you know, or you know, organized or like the blueprints <sighs> or whatever. Um, Fuck that. Before seeing the uh, seven feet tall man and during and after sometimes, but... But before, people will feel, like, uneasy, feel like they're being watched. They'll have bad sm- – smell bad smells. Oh, my God. It's a feel demon. Feel cold spots. Yeah, it's, like, 100% a demon. Um, And people have even reported being chased by it <gasps> or and also will hear its growl.
0: Ugh! Uh, yeah.
1: Disgusting. Uh, yeah. So that's that's the basement. That's the Hotel Monte Vista. Uh, there are fun little facts about it and legacy about it is – um it was the filming location for 1942 American romantic drama Casablanca. I got that from Wikipedia obviously. Oh my I, don't, God. I don't I don't know like that. Them. Um I think it's more of a rumor um because uh, Humphrey Bogart stayed there oh. and that is believed that while she stayed there they they shot some shots. Um but I don't really know. That's um, cool. if that's true or not. I
0: love Casablanca. We should totally go. Do you think if we tell them we have a podcast they'll let us go into the basement? I don't want to. to take basement. pictures and shit.
1: I mean, yeah, they might live. Probably totally lettuce. Yeah, cool. they they like sell out. They they like in on their website is where I got like a, most of this information, and then like you know went to other websites oh, so like to see if they the also shit. said the same shit. Okay. Um. So they bought. Yeah. They even will like literally when you go look at the different suites and rooms that you can get, they'll be like two of these are haunted. One room in this size available that's haunted. You know, literally, oh, that's they totally fun. are like you know banking off of it. That you anyway. know that's
0: actually pretty cool because a lot of hotels like they. Sometimes like,
1: will not. They will
0: not. Yeah, they're yeah. like, oh yeah, because they think it's gonna ruin the reputation. Or like,
1: quote unquote, let it be like you know underground that yeah. it's you know haunted. But Spencer,
0: this hotel's like, fuck it, yeah, we're haunted. They're
1: Like, fuck it, we're haunted. Come here, give us money. Yeah,
0: and I bet you, if we tell them we have a podcast, they'll let us like totally go in the basement.
1: Oh yeah. Um. So, uh, people who are famous that have stayed are John Wayne, as we said, Spencer Tracy, Humphrey Bogart, Clark Gable, and Anthony Hopkins. That's so cool. most of those other ones, other than Anthony Hopkins, are just like old time uh bros like hollywood bros. hollywood bros yeah
0: that's cool yeah this hotel was fun
1: y'all should know clark gable and humphrey bogart at least those are like and john wayne
0: you should probably know all of them
1: yes yeah. spencer tracy i mean i'd be okay if somebody didn't know that
0: but it's pretty cool hotel. We'll we i like the meat man the shadow Man's also a demon so is the meat man oh yeah. cold meat man hands on my body it's
1: disgusting I literally you, would man. rather be strangled by dead prostitutes it would be fun Murdered the prostitutes would
0: be like bitch
1: yeah uh-huh.
0: <laughs> and they'd be like Channa help I'd be like okay yeah. and we can maybe like wall twerk at the prostitutes ooh like, that'd be we, fun we could show them gas pedal <gasps> never we gas could do pedal gas before.
1: pedal or do like the new uh, you know like when what's it called came out um, The Great Gatsby came out, so like that old time music started to come oh, out with the modern twist. Like we could like Beyonce. play that for them, so we could like all twerk to it. Yes, like, oh. we should
0: go stay in that room. That's that'd fun. be
1: fun. Yeah, I would stay in that room. I would I'd be, be so gonna... scared though; that would be strangled. You get
0: killed. I'm like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> like,
1: goddamn it. I'm like, I'm
0: looking for a new podcast host. Corey got killed from doing a podcast experience. <laughs> got
1: strangled. No, Corey on my gravestone. I just want you to put ghost prostitute Corey Martin strangled by ghost prostitute. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Your parents are like, no. <laughs> we thought it was bad that he was gay then you go get strangled <laughs> by, Strangle ghost by, prostitutes. by ghost
1: prostitutes it's so fun
0: <laughs> i love it
1: yeah so that's the hotel Monta Vista. i love it yay
0: let's do my segment i am doing my section today on marcus wesson some of you guys have probably heard of him before he's I known as it. like the vampire of fresno uh-uh. Uh so let's just get right into it so this is march twelfth, two 2004 like 10 days before Corey's birthday. What are you doing? Happy almost birthday. March 12th,
1: 2004? I was in fourth grade. I'm 13, so I'm in seventh grade.
0: You're like, I'm not gay, I'm not gay, I'm not gay.
1: I had just recently... Discovered. (laughs) (sighs) We had just recently done pool stuff. Wait, what, March?
0: March right before your birthday oh my god we
1: did oh <gasps> we just recently oh my god y'all this is like this is, i'm i'm sharing shit right now this is can a i big share moment. shit share can shit. i like take us on this like embarrassing journey take us on this journey Corey. okay so uh we for the first time as you know a class had oh god, gone so and excited. used the pool in okay. at Blyle at my junior high okay um so we had gone and used the pool and so we were starting to you know dress and undress in oh, the locker rooms
0: oh man <laughs> Oh my God, I'm so excited.
1: So I was like, you know what? I was like, I was doing really good in band. I had really good friends in band. And eighth grade year, I was like, I was like legitimately popular and banned. Yes, bitch. like was I was like I literally remember going home one night and was like, "Am I queen bee?"
0: <laughs> I was just gonna say, "I'm like, you're queen bee." I mean, Regina. that hadn't come
1: out yet, but I was like, if it would have, I'd have been like, "Am I queen bee?" You're
0: like, "Am I Regina?" Like, George?
1: I I wasn't I wasn't necessarily queen bee, but I would have been like one of the plastics. Yes. Like seriously. You get some of this. We literally made a rap like a band. Okay, we're like we literally made a band rap. This is the nerdiest. shit in the entire world. I love you. We li- <laughs> <laughs> we literally made a band rap that if y'all donate a hundred dollars to our Patreon, I will share that rap with y'all.
0: Shit, I'm gonna transfer. <laughs> I'm gonna Venmo you hundred bucks right now.
1: It's the the uh, the OG copy of it is in my what do you call it scrapbook.
0: That's amazing. It's in my, in
1: my my junior high scrapbook. I'm
0: gonna Corey Drunkenoff just do it to do it. I know, front of
1: right? Me. It's so fun. A
0: private show. <laughs> <laughs> you should become a cowboy. Um, it,
1: it. What was it called? I forget. It's fine. Post- I think it It's just called band rap. It's band fine. rap.
0: Bitches um, love trumpets
1: pretty no literally (laughs) shit shit like that except for there's no cussing we couldn't even say crap it was fine Uh, but we recorded it It you're like
0: that but like the the at home version you're like that fucking hoe yeah my trumpet blow
1: like bitch 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 bitch
0: motherfucker i'm not gay you're gay you're like looking around
1: (laughs) um so i was like you know what hey i'm just gonna like drop my towel and just okay. like, and just like change because we were all like keeping yeah. our towels covered. It didn't have any, like to be serious for a second, it didn't have any, like there wasn't any, like, you know, maybe there was some subconscious, like form of like I want to see other guys dicks, but it was more just like, Hey, we're in seventh grade. We're 13. You're a
0: kid. We yeah. should
1: just change, yeah, yeah you know, and just like not care because like, you know, you grow up watching the eighties movies and they're like all changing and naked and nobody really gives a shit. Yeah. Um, and I was like, okay, let's just all stop being like little twats and just do it. Yeah. So I did it. And everybody like was like, oh shit, like Corey did that and was just like not cool. But we had just been in the pool. So it was like total Seinfeld. So I had like shrinkage because oh, I was in the pool. No. So apparently I didn't figure this out until I was like a, soft- or, like a junior in high school. But I forget who told me, but apparently for like the whole next year, like it went around the school that like I had the smallest dick <laughs> ever. <laughs>
0: Oh my god! (laughs) but
1: i like did it but i like literally did not know like thankfully like thankfully young Corey had no idea that was happening it would i would have probably literally killed myself like i have no like like to be serious that would not have been good
0: oh god because that was like the first
1: like couple years where i was like i'm a motherfucking faggot like i need to like anything i do needs to be watched like literally everything I do I need to make sure it's not gay yeah and especially
0: like when you are in middle school that's when you're the most fragile, like emotionally, Exactly. Mentally, oh like yeah. Because that's like when you're
1: finally like, oh I'm my own human being. Yeah. So like how do I do this? And
0: you're like a sponge. Like whatever people say to you in middle school, like I still think about pe- things people said oh to me. Oh my middle God. School, yeah. So I'll like
1: like shit like people said to me at lunch in middle school and yeah, what I said I to them about. is like the most is like more important than like my fucking credit card debt. No, like, totally I don't, I don't totally
0: <laughs> Oh my God, that's so crazy. (laughs) It's funny because you don't have a small dick.
1: (laughs) I know. No, I don't. And that's so, uh, so, I don't. uh, He doesn't. I've seen it. But like relative (laughs) to my 6'4 build, I am a grower. So like you could easily say I have a small ass dick, especially if I'm in the pool.
0: Yeah. You know, if I
1: just got out of the pool, you could easily say I have a small ass unit.
0: That's unit. That's crazy. Oh my God. I'm glad you didn't know that people said that. No,
1: I know. I forget who told me, but when they told me, I was like... I am so glad that I am learning this now.
0: Yeah, right, instead of back then. Those are one of those moments where, like, I would almost wish I never learned that ever. Yeah, but
1: it it makes sense because everybody on the basketball team, like, didn't like me. I even threw a party for the the end-of-the-year basketball (gasps) team and only one showed up.
0: No, Corey, you can't! (laughs) Why have you I, been saving this to tell I me don't know. now?
1: I don't know why, but for some weird ass reason, like it didn't bother me. Are you serious? Be- it be- because I liked band more and I was popular in band. Okay. Like if that hadn't happened, I don't, I might even be here. Like I could have been the press ass bitch that like killed herself. Uh, and shit. I'm not even joking. Like I, yeah. I know yeah. we're being a little un, like, ceremonious about this or like unsanctimonious about this, but like. I, like, thankful, like, band, like, totally saved my self-esteem yeah, like, as totally. a human being. Because I, like, I didn't, when that happened, I was like, hey, that's weird. And then I went away. But, like, I never even cared to hang out with those people. Yeah. Because, you like know, 90% of the people who play sports, who played sports, became the popular people. Yeah. And I was just like, I don't give a shit because people like me in band. Like, and I'm, I'm going to go in band Yeah. Yeah, and I'm with my friends. And then when that whole, like party happened where we i threw it and only one dude came oh my god like i was like i was literally i like very i was like okay i like should be really offended by this and and this should like kill my self-esteem but i like told my dad like i was like hey nobody showed up and he was like yeah how do you feel about that and i was like i feel like i should feel Worse. Like worse than I am because I like band. And he yeah. was like, okay, that's good.
0: That's good. Because like yeah. I, that would destroy my soul. <laughs> like yeah. if no one it, it should have party destroyed Andrew. my soul. But yeah. it,
1: it didn't because I was like, fuck. I have my friends in band. Like fuck you parents for making me play sports. And I don't want. I obviously don't want yeah,
0: to. Yeah. Like this is more for you guys than me. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm going to throw you a fucking basketball party. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: we should have an end of the season basketball yes. party where we play Halo. I literally had like a – I got like a projection from a friend. And yeah. this was like 2005. I got a projection or a projector. projector. Sorry.
0: That's a big deal.
1: Yeah. Did you like, just end
0: up inviting your band friends over? That's
1: well, no. Person. So it was the one dude who was also bad at basketball. Nice. Who could be gay. Who knows? We're looking um, at He you. came and I was like, oh, my God. like, And we just sat and played. And I was like – i should feel like shit but i half knew nobody would come yeah and, and it's kind nobody of addressed each, it too. nobody said anything that's awkward as hell. like i made i made like invitations no. and like brought them and handed them personally no. to each one of them Isn't
0: no. <laughs> yeah.
1: that so, uh, so sad that's the but saddest but literally thing ever meanwhile heard. i'm in band and, and like
0: you're the queen bee of band
1: i'm the queen bee of band it was yeah. so weird that's, I mean, that um, makes sense. Like, I'm the queen bead of nerdum, but, like... Holy fuck. I'm, 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 like, the stupid little person in the jock world. I don't give a fuck, though. I'm gonna, Y'all are just hot to look at. I'm
0: gonna throw you a goddamn basketball party. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go... I'm gonna find every single person on your basketball team and, like, bully them through Instagram. They're probably
1: all, like, fat and, like, knocked up some girl, like, five, ten years ago. All,
0: one's, like, super hot and gay. You're like... Oh, my God. <laughs> they're like, shit, that's why I didn't go, because I was gay. If
1: Cody is hot and gay...
0: We're looking for you, Cody, from basketball, yeah. from blind. PBC's still
1: be a little twink. I'd probably fuck him senseless. I'd, I'd hate fuck him. Oh. And then like halfway through, I would just like you whisper had in into You have an invitation. I'm like fucking him, and I'm like, hey, look under the pillow,
0: bitch. Oh my god. <laughs>
1: Anyways, get to your thing. I'm shutting up.
0: So we're talking about Marcus Weston today, <laughs> everybody. Damn. Okay, you need to leave that whole section in. I'm,
1: should I leave that in? I think
0: that's a fun section. Okay, I'll leave it in. Uh, okay, so we're talking about Mark and Weston's today, everybody. <laughs> so we're, we are still in 2004 because <laughs> we just talked about some trauma.
1: Damn. Some,
0: some Corey trauma. Um, so we're on March 12, 2004 in Fresno, California. So it was a day that changed everything for the small community in Fresno Two women frantically shouted in the front yard of a small home while neighbors gathered around to watch. The women were screaming at 57-year-old Marcus Wesson to release their, ch- their children. What the The fuck? neighbors called the police, and as the police arrived, they first thought it was just a normal child custody dispute. Uh-huh. However, they quickly realized this was a different case. Uh, Marcus Wesson locked himself inside of his house and refused to speak to the police. After what felt like hours of panic and chaos, they heard nine gunshots. A few silent minutes later, Marcus Wesson, covered in blood, calmly stepped out of the house and was arrested. Jenna,
1: you literally just like perfectly cinematically set this up. Like that's how this movie starts. Ooh, is
0: that, cool. Is two
1: women like, uh, the camera's like all shaky. Yeah. And they're like, oh my God, oh my God, what's he doing? And then you hear, pop, 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 And then he walks out like all covered in blood. And
0: then Cut to black. It's like that high-pitched, like, ringing noise after the gunshot. Oh, fuck. And, like, fades into the silence as he steps out covered in blood. And then, like, you slowly start hearing the, the volume again. And the sirens. Yeah. Shit. Shit. We should make a movie about Title this. Title card.
1: Uh, what's it called? Uh, spectrophilia.
0: Spectro- <laughs> spectrophilia at Fresno. Everyone's like, what the fuck is happening? At Fresno, California. And Flag Spectrophilia.
1: The Fresno chapter. The
0: Fresno chapter. <laughs> we should have... <laughs> We should change the name to our podcast to Spectrophilia, <laughs> the the the, what, the Fresno chapter, the Fagstaff chapter, the, the Ted Bundy chapter. Oh my god! Well, damn. So. <laughs> I I am now a lot of pressure for my segment. <laughs> it's not going to be. Now we're good. just
1: going to get sad. I
0: wrote the whole paragraph knowing it was a good intro. Though. That's
1: a great intro, Jen. Thank you.
0: I was imagining I was a dateline narrator. You still have the
1: best written piece of literature to come from <laughs> okay. any podcast I've ever listened to. Thank
0: you. My Ted Bundy. With one, your Ted Bundy. <laughs> yeah. We should do like our best moments for our year anniversary. Aww, like cute. That would be cute. Aww. That would be cute. Um, okay, yours. Okay,
1: I'm literally shutting up now. I will not make a comment for the next five minutes.
0: (laughs) I'm still like halfway through my first paragraph. (laughs) So so who is Marcus Weston? Whose blood is all over his clothes? Let's back the fuck up to find out what just happened on March 12, 2004. So Marcus Weston, he was born on August 22, 1946, a year after my grandpa. Hi, grandpa. I hope you're not listening to this. Marcus was born in Kansas and he was the eldest of four children of Benjamin and Carrie Wesson. Um they were raised as members of the Seventh Day Adventist Church. His mom was a super Jesus freak, like Damn. crazy 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 I'm like legitimately scared by be- that. beatings to read the Bible. He had to call his mom like sir ma'am things like that. Like it was really strict upbringing and his dad was a raging abusive alcoholic. So he had the two crazy extreme That poor woman,
1: that's all she had to hold on to. Yeah, it was God. So that yeah. would explain
0: why she really grabbed onto religion yeah, that, that was her sense. her little heaven. Yep. So Marcus, he was a polite and kind kid. He loved to sing in the church choir. He was very religious and outspoken about it, but he felt like yeah. it was pretty normal because of <laughs> his mom. So like his little like religious spiel- spiels, like he would grow up hearing that. So when he would say it to his friends, that was normal to him. Just like like things that we've heard our parents say, how like we kind of think that's Oh like yeah, like after a couple of years
1: of being out of the church, you're like we don't say that. Yeah, you're like that's, that's not a normal conversation. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a normal comment about existence. Yeah, you're like
0: <laughs> you're like so colob, right? Everyone's like, What? <laughs> <laughs> you're you're like Kolob... so
1: when we die and we all become gods. Yeah. It's like, what? <laughs> <laughs>
0: but I mean though I'm a woman. Everyone's like, Jesus Lord, what the fuck did you guys go through? So Marcus enlisted in the army when he was seventeen God years even old. Exist. Yeah, God God doesn't even <laughs> exist. Davis, we love you.
1: Davis, love you.
0: Marcus enlisted in the Army when he was 17, and he served as an ambulance driver for two years. He was honorably discharged, super normal. Uh, he was still extremely religious while he was in the Army. Um, but after he was discharged, he moved to San Jose, California, and he met Rosemary Solorio. S- Sol- Solorio. Rosemary's baby. Rose Ma- she, he met Satan he meant literally no. Satan Rosemary is like a Hispanic Catholic woman so the opposite of Satan
1: okay and she's so like the most she, holy of us all
0: she was recently single mother she had like a bunch of kids and stuff her kids were like a little wild and crazy she was very superstitious and very religious and pretty easily manipulated because she oh. was searching for happiness and stability. Cause she never had that. Yeah. Um, and Marcus kind of stepped up and he was like, hey, like let's start dating and I'll kind of provide the de- the father figure you guys need and the structure that you need in your life. Um, especially like I'm a Christian man, you're a Christian woman. Let's raise up these kids to be the perfect Christian soldiers pretty much. Okay. All I can hear in my head is onward, onward Christian, Christian soldiers. soldiers. And that's
1: actually a pretty like not just Mormon tune. So oh, people is all it? know that. Yeah.
0: We should um, – come up with the remix of onward christian soldiers word gay Christ.
1: queer ass bitches
0: it's like onward 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 <laughs> <laughs> boots, and cats, boots and cats boots and cats uh so marcus <laughs> <laughs> uh, remakes coming is, out they, summer they, 2020 thank god my section is short because we're having a lot of fun <laughs> So he gave her and the kids the structure, the father figure. He kind of fulfilled all the promises. Um, He taught them directly from the scriptures, but his own interpretation of like the Bible and stuff. Uh Um, And he was slowly manipulating them and becoming a a more and more like stricter and permanent force in their life. And they would kind of obey whatever he said because he wanted them to believe that he was kind of like a god or a bishop or a prophet. Like they saw him as like an authority. Why can't godly people just figure. like
1: why can't you just like live your fucking life just chill fuck without out. like
0: becoming a god?
1: Controlling other people and making them feel like shit so you feel better. Yeah,
0: that's the whole thing. He just wanted that control. He created a strict environment where they followed every single thing that he said.
1: Like why do you have to make other people feel like shit so you feel better? Right. Fuck that.
0: Yeah, come on tiny penis, bro. Yeah. So, and if like you
1: 99% of our politicians,
0: yeah, right, like white people in general. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh my god, you just had to remind me again of Hiram's comment.
0: <laughs> oh my god, okay, actually, pause,
1: Pause. Sorry to get side to comment me,
0: tangents, tangents, but this is important. So, I had a fourth of July party, like, because this
1: is literally one of the funniest things that's ever been uttered.
0: <laughs> it's probably one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my entire life cause it's so fucking Very true. true. So we were all sitting <laughs> on my roof at the for the 4th of July party. Y'all,
1: picture, we're two hours into drinking. Yeah. And party w- heavy drinking. And
0: I had my 4th of July playlist playing. And of course, like any other 4th of July playlist, you were going to have the song, I'm proud to be an yeah. American. Yeah, you,
1: you just you semi have to. If you you're have white, to. Especially if you're white.
0: Especially if you're white. <laughs> yeah. And so Hiram, uh, he. <laughs> he <laughs>
1: Hiram's Hispanic. He's Peruvian.
0: Yeah, he's, yeah, he's uh-huh. Peruvian uh he was like oh my god he's like i feel myself getting whiter by the second and he said he's like i'm not prepared for this i'm not prepared for the privilege <laughs>
1: again you had to be there but it was super funny
0: it was the funniest thing i've ever heard in my entire life so anyways white people so where are we <laughs> i don't even know i actually scrolled down like three paragraphs whoops a few months into Marcus's relationship with Rosemary, yes, he started developing a strong bond with one of her daughters. She she was eight years old at the time. Her name was Elizabeth. Oh, God. He went to Rosemary, and he told her that God told him no. that he put Elizabeth on the earth so, he, so she could be his wife and to bear <sighs> his children, um, and that he and the children that he had with Elizabeth, um, he was going to mate with them in order to preserve their bloodline because this is what God wanted. And at this point, they were so manipulated and... Kind of brainwashed by him that Rosemary was like, yeah, okay, that sounds good. Does that that that's what God wants? God wants you to marry my eight-year-old daughter. He's like, yeah. She's like, okay. So they couldn't legally get married because she was eight years old. So they had a home ceremony where he married oh. her, um, and then when she turned twelve, that's when they started like having full-blown sex. Um, and then when she turned 15, uh, they were able to legally get married. And Rosemary was, like, the maid of honor. Even though – so, like, the guy, her boyfriend, then married her daughter. And she was totally okay with it. Damn. Yeah. Dude, Elizabeth. it's
1: like, so many levels of fucked up.
0: Yeah. That's, that's the whole thing of this. Elizabeth said in the interview that at eight years old, Wesson told her, in quotes, I belong to him and that I, I was his wife already. She spoke further about Wesson's relationship and her as a child. Wesson had convinced her that, in quotes, that she was special and that the Lord chose me to be his wife. So he completely manipulated the hell out of this eight-year-old. You know, like children especially, they're like sponges, they're mine. So whatever you tell like an eight-year-old kid and you tell that and like she grew up yeah it's
1: like the perfect age to like manipulate. commit yourself to an entire religion and yeah. get baptized Ex- and, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. it is the perfect age <laughs> to get brainwashed it is cuz oh, like yeah. Yeah. he was the structure that they needed and like the mom fell for yeah. it all the kids fell for it he yeah. was on- the only thing they were getting taught was his interpretation of the bible so to them like that that was the bible they didn't know anything else cuz he was the one that was in charge of interpreting it for them he was their prophet and god and he said that god was speaking directly to him Damn. so of course they're going to believe it she was eight and she thought she was special because a person that was talking to god wanted to marry her she was special only special girls got that privilege shit so by the time she was 16 years old she gave birth to their first kid and then by the time she was 26 year old she gave birth to 10 more children so they had Whoa. 11 children together in 10 years or 10 children together in 10 years one child a year
1: how could you be pregnant that often Fuck. she was a child
0: she's a kid that's crazy Damn. yeah i would have like seven kids by now or eight kids by now crazy
1: your vagina is just like a slip and slide. it's a
0: riggedy riggedy wrecked <laughs> it's a slippery woobody, 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 woobody. it's a slippery it's a giant just gaping hot dog hole yeah. <laughs> so with the addition of nieces and nephews from his wife's sister they were eventually 16 total children like in the clan down. So Marcus, he moved the family around California. They lived in tents. They lived on houseboats, shacks, trailers, a variety of houses. Just was kind of jumping wherever. Pretty much like anytime people were starting to be a little weirded out about their living situation or about like him being crazy religious and everything, they would kind of ditch town. Yeah, when people and were away. like,
1: hey, you're weird. He's like, bye.
0: Yeah, they're like, that's a little weird. He's like, we're out. <laughs> they got by with welfare on food stamps, dumpster diving. And when the kids were old enough, he would send them to work. Um, He couldn't work, though, because he had to teach his divine knowledge to the kids. That was his divine duty, his God duty. Marcus homeschooled all the kids out of the Bible that he wrote. He wrote his own Bible. Um, And in that Bible, he took teachings from a variety of religions and also the Bible, and including um, teachings from the FLDS church about polygamy.
1: Whoa, what's up? He was like, maybe I could use this to manipulate people to do
0: what I want. Yeah, he pretty much sat down, Thank you, reviewed, you know, 20 religions or like a variety of branches of Christianity and picked and choose like or picked and like chose what he wanted, what he liked. What he liked. And then he would interpret it himself. Um, he also claimed that Jesus was a womanizer and a vampire. And the only way, like Jesus wasn't mortal. <laughs> Jesus is a
1: vampire. There, you, he go, was a vampire. there and, you go, Tyler. There you go, Tyler. That's a whatever. Jesus is
0: <laughs> a vampire is a perfect band name for you, Tyler. So, And he believed that drinking blood was the key and the only way to immortality. So it is believed that he did drink blood because he thought he was Jesus and God. Damn. And he truly believed with all his heart and soul that Jesus was a womanizing vampire. Because that's the only way—that's go- how gods are immortal—is vampires. Okay. He went so far with the vampire thing that he gave some of his kids vampire names, and he even went by the name <laughs> Javam Mark Super, <laughs> which is a mixture of Jesus, Marcus, and <laughs> <a> vampire.
1: <laughs> I know. <laughs> I feel. I feel like if any, like I just picture w- what decade is this?
0: This is uh, the 90s.
1: I just picture like him going to like a cocktail party with like <laughs> other locals and be like, "Yeah, I'm Javon." Because blah blah blah, I'd be like, "You are a serial killer." Bye. Now, <laughs>
0: let me explain what this guy looks like. This guy, they said, is like 400 pounds. He has dreadlocks like down past his waist. Are you kidding me? Uh, yeah, he's like a giant dude. What the? Fuck? And he goes by Javon Mark Supir. <laughs> the that's it's a mixture of Jesus Marcus and vampire. <laughs> okay let's see let's imagine
1: see. being pitched that at just like a cocktail party of your neighbors yeah right like, okay yeah
0: like my cocktail bar on the roof let's see my name using the You're same like kids thing don't
1: go to Rizal. that
0: he done he did my name would be gvam chanapir <laughs> your name corey'd be gvam corey Pir. <laughs> so stupid
1: I will now only be addressed that way. Jvom <laughs> Corp. If I'm not addressed that way, I will not reply to you.
0: <laughs> J-vom. Jvom. That is
1: my new Twitter handle. <laughs> or whatever the People fuck are. People like, are like, what does Instagram. this mean? You're, You're like, it's a
0: combination of Jesus, Corey, and vampire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he also, in his Bible, wrote about incest and how it was the only way to have a clean and pure bloodline for Christ. Because in order to be what God wanted for like all of his heaven. That's such a
1: fucking lie.
0: Was uh, pure bloodlines. And, well, we – actually, I can't say that because it's a movie that just came out. So never mind. What? It's a movie that we recently saw where they talked about that, how, like, they their prophet was of pure bloodline. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bread. So, um, yeah, there are you know, a lot of religions and off-branches that believe things Yo, like that. go watch movies
1: right now that are cool.
0: Um, however, the incest that he wrote about should only be between the father and a family member. He did not allow his sons and daughters to even socialize with each other in fear that they would have sex. So the brothers and sisters didn't even know each other, really. What? And the brothers really had no idea what was going on with the sisters, and the sisters had no idea what was going on with the brothers. They were like completely separated. Um, He also made the girls dress extremely modestly, and they weren't allowed to socialize outside of the family. He described himself as Jesus Christ and as police officers as Satan. When the family watched the television (laughs) coverage of the whole Waco cult siege thing... Um, He told the children, this is how the world is attacking God's people. This man is just like me. He is making children for the Lord. That's what we should be doing, making children for our Lord. From that point on, he taught his family to be prepared to die if anyone ever tried to break up the household because dying together is the only way they could stay together and go to heaven. So at that point, they were practicing suicide, just like Jonestown. Damn. In addition to the religious homeschooling, (gasps)
1: You reminded me of a side note. I do need to do the side note. Because yeah, it's actually do it. pretty interesting. Hey, listeners who have listened to the Jonestown episode. The b-
0: one of the best episodes we've done. One of the best
1: episodes we've done where you mentioned that Harvey Milk was involved. So I've been listening to the uh, memoir of the guy who Emil Hirsch plays, like okay. the real life person who uh, Emil Hirsch. He's an actor in the in the movie Milk. Yeah, he plays a specific guy. I forget his name. Okay, um, he I, I read his memoir. He is did actually he talk about the man it? who came.
0: What did he talk about Jonestown?
1: Yes, <gasps> he is the guy who came up with later on the AIDS quilt memorial. Oh, cool. Okay, so that's how you know him as. I forget his name. I'm sorry. I'm just really bad with names. Yes, that dude. He, in his memoir, talks about um, them, like, uh, in order to get publicity for uh, Harvey Milk and people to his, uh, like, you know, political meetings. Yeah. He actually called up Jim, Jim Jones for a favor to have him send his people to, like, you know— Make it look like more people were he had listening like to him. like listeners. Yeah. Holy uh-huh. shit. And they were, and he notes that they were they, this dude notes that they were mostly African American at the time, like as you sort, yeah, as you stated.
0: They're millennial. They were, they were like us. They're gay. Yeah. They were minorities. Yeah. Like,
1: and were, then get this, nine days, I, th- I believe it's nine days after Jim Jones and the whole Kool Aid thing happened. That's when Harvey Milk was killed.
0: No way. It was
1: nine days afterwards. <gasps> yeah. Oh it was in God. November. It was like the 18th or something like that. Yeah, the 27th was when like Harvey Milk was killed. Holy shit! So it was nine days after. Isn't that
0: weird? I I want to do some conspiracy. Isn't theories? that fucking no. crazy? Oh, we should we should unpack yeah. that and do uh-huh. some conspiracy. And theory. he doesn't.
1: He he interestingly notes. It's it's a very like interesting and poignant like um, remark. Is that. Everybody in San Francisco after that happened, because the cult mostly took people from San Francisco, Uh the city was already fucked up about everything that happened with the whole Jonestown thing that when Harvey Milk and then uh, Mayor uh, Moscone was shot uh, and killed, like everybody was like, fuck, like this is too much. Like because people were still recuperating from hearing that, oh my friend or my sister's friend or my sister's brother's co-worker. Because everyone knew someone. Yeah, everyone there was was connections to Jonestown. In Jonestown, yeah, everyone was like, "What the fuck is happening to this world?" That's sorry, total side note. No,
0: I want to do some conspiracy theories. Yeah, there's not
1: fucking crazy. That's literally within nine or ten days.
0: That is. That's that's too coincidental. Too coincidental. Not, for our government, too coincidental. Yeah,
1: right. Yeah. <laughs> Those fucking bitches.
0: Yeah. So, Jeff fuel does not burn. Sorry, no. I'm a little drunk,
1: Channel. I'm sorry to go off on such a big tangent. No, oh. that's important because okay, that's a okay. really
0: interesting- Sorry. I love that. No, okay. it's, I love connecting our past podcasts- Yeah, I was like listening. Episodes. I was like, what the fuck? Because a <laughs> lot of his behavior, and like he watched, you know, like he was obviously familiar with Jonestown and stuff. This is happening in California and what whatnot. Uh-huh. Jonestown was before all of this, but- um. But still, it's just really interesting all the connections we make.
1: Yeah, like when we things. start talking about all this true crime shit. Yeah. I
0: love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So, in addition to the religious homeschooling, the girls would also get loving classes. Mm. Yeah. So the girls grew up learning how to act like godly women by doing housework, uh, like you doing his uh, yeah, dreadlocks sorry. and like scratching <laughs> I his head. for men. Scratching his <laughs> armpits, getting him Are dressed, you kidding things like me? that. And at eight years old, the girls would start their oral classes um, with Marcus, which would mean giving Marcus blowjobs. That was their oral lesson. When at they're eight. eight? Eight. Same age that he married a this Elizabeth. guy alive still? Uh, he would Nobody's also molest the girls as he tucked them into bed each night to, give, to continue their loving lessons. Um, and at age 12, the girls would then get married to Marcus and they would start regularly having sex with him. Um, in total, father, Marcus fathered 18 children, 10 with his first wife, and the other eight with his daughters slash nieces. And so those kids were his kids slash grandkids or kids slash...
1: And are they just, They're just moving from like suburban neighborhood to suburban neighborhood? Yeah.
0: Now, the kids were so fucking brainwashed because, you know, from the minute they were born, they were taught out of his Bible about incest, about everything... They thought everything was completely normal. They didn't think of the oral lessons or him touching them while they went to sleep was molesting or bad. They didn't know it was supposed to be bad. They didn't have any co- even contact with the outside world except for whatever he would turn on the television with. It's kind of like my last week's episode um, about the Rosemary and her husband, mm-hmm. how they would like make their kids watch porn with them and like yes, r- like rape their kids and stuff. But the kids always thought it was normal. They didn't know it was bad. Same thing. Like when you start a kid young enough. They're, so, they're like sponges. And especially when you cut off communication with the entire rest of the world. Yeah, like how you're else just are they like, supposed oh,
1: I exist now and this is life. Okay. Yeah,
0: exactly. Marcus told them it was a father's right and that God told, God told them that. to do it. And uh, they only knew how to believe him. They didn't know anything else as an option. Yeah. Marcus Wesson's daughter slash nieces, Kiani Wesson and Rosa Solario insisted that the women in the house were happy. They had claimed that whatever happened in the home was agreed and talked about. It was totally by choice. We had a democratic family. There was never any rape, nothing forcible. So, like, after he was eventually arrested, they came out and said that. They're like, he didn't rape us. Like, we consented to it. We just didn't know that there was another option to not consent, really. It's gray area. It's rape to me. It's molesting well i mean yeah if knew. you're
1: if you're not 18 it's rape.
0: yeah he knew he knew what he was doing Statutory. he manipulated them so he could have sex with them so it's like it's obviously rape and molesting but to the kids perspective like it yeah, was not If you're a
1: kid you legal at least legally do not have consent yeah you and not
0: and like consent. to the kids like they didn't know that consenting wasn't that consent really wasn't the
1: consent exists yeah this is just life
0: this is their dad who was associated with god
1: oh said man. god
0: told him to do it so he did it with all with all of his daughters Starting at age eight, he's a brainwashed, or he brainwashed the fuck out of these kids. It's Damn. really sad. Um, all the children were also beaten severely if they misbehaved in any way. For example, let's say a kid had an extra spoonful of peanut butter for their peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Marcus would then beat them with a the rod thirty times, um, three times a day for thirty days, and they would have to remind him to for the beatings, or he would then beat them even more severely. So they'd have to go up to him and be like. Master, can I please have my beatings right now? And he'd be like, yes, of course you can, child. And then, like, beat the shit out of them. Damn. Yeah. And he would call, like, they would call him Master and things like that. As time went on, Marcus started preparing for the end of the world because that's usually what ends up happening with with cults and shit like that. Literally,
1: everything escalates to that point. Everything.
0: escalates to the world's ending yeah he bought caskets from old funeral homes that looked like vampire caskets continuing his vampire thing (laughs) only
1: semi-positive thing (laughs) yeah
0: he bought caskets for every single family member and he continued pushing the idea of suicide people tried to tear their family apart he wrote on each casket like someone's name was carved into it there was even like rumors i don't know if there's any like fact behind this but a lot of rumors that um he would have the kids sleep in their coffins and stuff too like there weren't beds what? in the house they would the sleep fun. in coffins i don't know if that's true but i like to believe it is that's, that's it pretty wild. Cool. <laughs> but like yeah it's pretty crazy
1: only silver lining
0: yeah that they slept in fucking <laughs> coffins yeah. that what was his name van pier mark pyre <laughs>
1: <laughs> what a dickhead
0: <laughs> he's a dickhead uh and then all the boys and the family they would move out of the house and they were old enough as did most of the girls however two of the daughters sabrina weston and elizabeth brianna weston And one of the nieces, Rosa Solorio, they stayed behind to support the family and take care of the kids. Eventually, two of his nieces who did move out, uh, Sofina Solorio and Ruby Oritz, realized how fucked up (laughs) the entire situation was and realized that what they grew up with wasn't normal. Um, So they returned. And they also learned that Marcus was planning on moving to Washington because all the neighbors started making comments towards him about yeah. how strange it was. One of the neighbors even called him Jim Jones. Like, oh, to, oh big dicks over there. Big dicks? But yeah, like a neighbor said, like, hey, Jim Jones or something to him. And so, like, that triggered him, like, time to move. So he yep. was pre- prepping to move his whole family to Washington. Because he like fucking was Jim Jones. Yeah. So his two nieces, who he had children with, whose children were in the house, they went to Marcus's house on March 12, 2004. That brings us back to this date. On March 12, 2004, Marcus was at home with Sabrina April Wesson, who is 25 years old, Elizabeth Bria Kina Wesson, who is 17 years old, Illa Carrie Carey Wesson, who is 8 years old, Aviv Dom- Dominique Wesson, who is 7 years old, Jonathan St. Charles, who is 7, Sidonia Saloria Wesson, who is 2, Marshy St. Christopher Wesson, who is 2, Ethan St. Lawrence Wesson, who is 4, and Jeeva St. Vlad... Oh, this is a vampire name. Vladson Fearpire Wesson, (laughs) who was one years old. I wish him the best. He was home with those nine individuals. uh, His wife and I think two of his other kids were out running errands. But Marcus was home with those nine individuals when Sophina and Ruby showed up to get their kids at the house. As the police started to arrive at the scene, Marcus panicked and brought all the kids to the back room that was lined with coffins. He reminded them of his lessons about dying together and being reminded in heaven He then took out a gun and shot each kid through their eye and then stacked their bodies on top of each other. He then walked himself out of the house and turned himself into the police. The police entered the house, and what they saw was so horrific that the majority of them had to go on administrative leave and into mandatory counseling. Yep. The nine bodies who were all shot through the eye were tangled up in a bloody pile of clothing, and it took them over three hours to even distinguish how many bodies there were.
1: What the fuck? Because it was
0: so gruesome and horrific. Some of the remaining family members stood by Marcus's side after he was arrested and defended him because they were so brainwashed. brainwashed, And what they thought he did was right because all those kids were in heaven waiting for the family now.
1: Oh, fuck.
0: Um, They really did believe he was of God. And the whole time, like, Marcus showed no remorse because he thought what he did was right because he was also so convinced with himself that he was God. Um, It has taken the surviving family members years and years and years to even come to terms with the situation and to understand what really happened. And just recently in the past, like, you know, five, 10 years is when they've come through, come forward to interviews now with the truth of their father realizing, oh, my God, we were That was not normal. Yeah, that was not normal. Like, oh, my God, he killed my siblings. Like, he did that. Um, On June 17, 2005, Marcus was found guilty of nine murders and 14 counts of rape slash molestation. He was sentenced to death by lethal injection and is currently on death row in California.
1: Shit. California still does the death penalty?
0: That's what I said. I I was like, California still does it. That's interesting. But I guess at least, I don't know if it does not if they like sentence people to death still current mood, but when he was sentenced, it was still a thing oh
1: yeah it, maybe still grandfathered in yeah because uh <laughs> like n- <laughs> i guess maybe, grandfathered
0: <laughs> maybe like whoever was already on death row before they like stopped giving people death row like since they already got that sentence they still have to be killed i don't know
1: that's true because the sentence says you need to this needs to happen to you until dead yeah so maybe death. like yeah. that
0: is since they're already sentenced yeah but now they don't they no like longer legally
1: like, we still have to follow it because legally
0: who knows yeah but yeah, so that is the Fresno vampire, Shit. the cult, Marcus Wesson and his family.
1: That's so crazy that it just happens. It's not crazy. Those poor
0: and that's what a lot of the comments, because I was I watched a bunch of videos and I watched watched like a bunch of news coverage of it, because there was like live coverage of him walking out of the house and stuff, like covered Shit. in blood. And I watched like all these articles and like all these people were saying like, hey, this could be ha- This could be your neighbor. Like, yeah. You don't know. And like, then this- like the
1: three years ago when those parents had the kids like locked up in the attic.
0: Oh yeah, They would
1: like buy them presents, but not open them, and like not feed them and shit. Yeah,
0: like that shit happens.
1: Like holy fuck! And they were literally like, there were houses surround. They were in the middle of us, like of a subdivision.
0: Yeah, and that shit happens.
1: Like, damn, isn't that crazy? How do you like? How are you that fucked up? Yeah. How do you? I don't know how do you treat other human beings that way. It's whole. Ho- it's so.
0: It's, it's fucked up. It's fucked up it's because fucked up. you know, like when we discussed Jonestown. I, I took Jonestown at to the angle of trying to understand why the people Yeah um, went into Jonestown because people always talk about like, drink the Kool-Aid and whatnot, but people and people always say like, Oh, they're just crazy cult followers. But really no, when you yeah. looked at the people of Jonestown, it was people like me and Corey. Yeah. It was the gay guys, it was the women who wanted to be treated like a human yeah. being. It
1: was African Americans that were like, Hey, like society hates us for no reason. Yeah,
0: whoever society was like against at that time joins Jonestown. But with this guy, like, he just ma- manipulated his kids. Like, he was so, like, he so wanted to be in control and really believed that he was God, that he married an eight-year-old girl, forced her to have ten kids, had kids with his own kids to continue a bloodline. Like, he literally didn't give anyone a choice to even understand what they were doing. Yeah. Like, from the day they were born, he was God. Anything he said went. It's disgusting. Yeah. So, how, Corey? So, Corey, has your sex life.
1: My sex life? My (laughs) sex life's good. I'm having lots of fun. Yay. Um... What do we do? Um, Fourth of July party again? W- yeah. Other than working, um, literally just Fourth of July party and
0: oh, you had your gay kickball meeting brunch. And we
1: had gay, gay kickball meeting brunch, and then we saw uh, Midsummer. So those oh. are the three things we'll talk about. So yes. Fourth of July party was awesome. So fun, y'all. Channel like spent literally two days setting up for the party.
0: I had a rooftop party. So yeah. imagine like 500 days of summer. That rooftop party. It was yeah. equivalent to that. Like it
1: it was, yo, it was like literally like movie, picturesque, noteworthy.
0: Yeah, it was like lights up, lanterns, like you name it. It was everywhere. Jordan and I spent two days doing it. And about 15 minutes before the party is supposed to start, out of nowhere, a huge storm. It was the winds were between 15 miles per hour and 30 miles per hour. Yeah, it
1: swept through both valleys in Utah, like the Salt Lake Valley and this one southern. And it literally
0: ripped up all of our decorations. So Corey and Chris had to help me and Kai because um, Jordan was upstairs, like, grilling. We had to move all of the party stuff into my apartment. Corey, Davis, and Hiram, like, quickly decorated my apartment uh-huh. with what was left of the decorations, because most of them got destroyed, while Chris and I had to then move all the food and everything, and I had 20 people coming to the party. And we literally yeah. had to move everything inside. It was, like, the most chaotic thing. And finally, when we were done with all of it, the storm subsided, and it was, like, perfect well, it, Yeah, it,
1: like, stopped, like... You know, ten miles or like five miles north of us. Yeah. Finally, but after it was like crazy blowing wind. After for like I like, 30 almost got the through,
0: but it was still a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, it was still a lot of fun, and it, we were still able to go up and then like you have know, dinner, have dinner, and admire the view. We got so drunk, we did a twerk
0: circle in front of my BYU neighbors. It's very true. <laughs>
1: literally, yeah, there's like these ton- these like Mormon families like scrunched in the opposite corner <laughs> of the roof while we're literally standing on chairs like drunkenly dancing to Lana.
0: And then we did a twerk circle. <laughs>
1: oh, we literally
0: did. We a did twerk- a twerk circle to twerk- like God Bless America.
1: Yeah, literally, we we like eight people did a twerk circle it was did, like america
0: music yeah. it was awesome
1: well like there's literal families like, the, like 40 feet away like
0: straight <laughs> straight 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 <laughs> hates gays and women families <laughs> like within like breathing distance to i us.
1: wanted to be like i want to i want the perspective of like one of the children <laughs> of those families <laughs>
0: We were the people they warned their kids about. Yes. They're like, do not end up like those faggots yes. over there. We
1: were, we were objects of lessons yeah. that
0: night. We were a lesson <laughs> at church today. We were a
1: lesson <laughs> at church today.
0: Goals. Because
1: there was so much of Satan around us. We were just, we couldn't handle it. We were in love.
0: And I was so drunk that I barely noticed the fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> I barely
1: noticed them. So that was that night. And then... I had brunch, so I, I joined a kickball league. A gay kickball league, along with seven inch, twenty four, sixty nine faggot. Yeah, and good yeah, Tyler. Dick. <laughs> yeah, whatever. And then Tyler. Tyler, <laughs> big eight inch or dick. Yeah, yeah, what is it?
0: Seven and a half inch crop top. Thank
1: you, seven and a half inch crop top. <laughs> and Tyler.
0: Um, and Tyler. And
1: Tyler. And big dick Tyler. And big dick Tyler. What's up? <laughs> we- <laughs> Uh, who, yeah i guess they both have big dicks yay go big Ga- dick yay me too go all of us go
0: everyone in tyler the has here. a real big dick though. tyler is a monster cock
1: yeah tyler has a like undisputably <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> what's wait what what monster meat monster <laughs> tyler's instagram handle should be monster meat monster. meat monster something Meat monster
1: 420 faggot
0: <laughs> 420 faggot <laughs> Avocado. <laughs> um
1: so yeah that happened oh wait we didn't even talk about anything Uh, so yeah we joined a kickball league and we had the brunch this morning it was awesome all the people on that team are really fun I think we're gonna have a lot of fun we literally sat there and we're like so should we be like the brunch gay team or are we like really trying and we were like let's be the brunch gay (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> Fun.
1: And by the end of it like two hours later we're like so are we even gonna like go to the games or are we just gonna like
0: meet for brunch
1: meet for brunch
0: see that's what jordan and i think's gonna happen i think you guys are all gonna get jerseys and just eat brunch and in your jerseys eat brunch <laughs> and our
1: jerseys i would be 1000 okay with that
0: uh, we, well we also saw midsummer last night yes it was beautiful it was
1: awesome y'all it, it was, was one so of the prettiest beautiful. movies i've ever seen i've probably. never been so like filled with dread while also be, like, soothed and comforted with beautiful music and just beautiful shots. Yeah. And the main character, her, like, character arc is so beautiful and interesting. It, it was awesome. It just was perfect. Just go see that movie. And it had the most authentic, perfect, like, accurate portrayal of what drugs are like. Or what psychedelics are like.
0: Yeah. Like, they do shrooms at, right right at the beginning. Like, within 20 minutes. And uh, it's the most accurate yeah like visual representation of what you see during uh, and
1: her and and her like reaction and her freakouts. yeah her freak out same like girl. that was like i have literally had that same internal dialogue oh
0: yeah exactly yeah when it, i freaked out once. it was a really fun movie like everyone go fucking see it
1: yeah but it's so good
0: i know like the people because i i've heard mixed reviews because a lot of people like us are loving it but there's some people who like based off the trailer they expected it to be like a more of like a jump scare. Lol. Not like a, like I'm a like, dread like, do you know where
1: horror's going? Do you know Ari Aster? You fucking but yeah, it's people
0: who aren't familiar with it or, or like who, who haven't noobs. really seen Hereditary and stuff were yeah. expecting, because like if you did just go on, what, to the it scene It was movie, not, you literally, trailers, if you,
1: you could, it was a two and a half hour movie. You could edit out a half hour. Yeah. And it would be a weird, interesting movie.
0: It's all about just like the dread and just it's a... Emotionally disturbing movie. Yeah, and it, that's why but, it's so good. But
1: but not not all of it though. Yeah, there's like parts where it's totally normal. What I really liked about it is when the they're at the, so they basically y- y'all y'all should know. Just go look up the fucking synopsis. We don't need to tell you. But basically, it's these like Americans in the middle of Sweden, and they're like in this semi cult and involved in their summer solstice traditions. Yeah. What is so cool about it is, like, even at the end, after you've seen everything and you know what's going on, you're like, oh, like, it it was so cool. The portrayal is like, oh, these people really could just be chill with what's going on. Yeah. Because they're not necessarily doing it sinisterly. They're
0: not. No, it's their... It's like, religion. oh, this
1: is like our way of life and this is what happens. And like,
0: it's like Mormons going to the temple.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, like, ser- Oh my God. And there is a, like, I, like, the most fucked up moment for me that I was most disturbed by was seeing a horror movie portray, like, a, f- there's five minutes of the film that I was like,
0: I look at the temple. This
1: is the temple. Like, this is the temple.
0: Yeah. No, I looked at Jordan. and I was like, that guy looks like a Mormon bishop. Yeah.
1: I, I don't <laughs> think, I didn't tell you all this, but that was the most disturbed I was during the entire movie because I was like, this is. Ninety-seven percent in the temple.
0: Yeah, it's pretty wild, you guys. You should definitely go see the movie. Yeah. It's really good. It's definitely go see it in theaters. It's worth g- worth going to theater for. Yeah,
1: you need to be like trapped in there watching that. So I you don't have to I, walk away. I yeah. haven't been that. That was the most I've ever been disconnected from reality. I literally, when it ended, I was like, "Oh, I'm touching." seven inch crop top. Oh, I was yeah. like, I literally like forgot who I was touching and holding <laughs> on to. And I forgot. I was like, Oh, I'm in a movie theater.
0: I'm not by myself. Like in the, abyss yeah. the last either. time I felt
1: that again was hereditary, but like it was, this one was like even twice further away.
0: It was so cool guys. Everyone go see it. Go see it bitch. Let's see. Well, my sex life, I'm still broken. I'm getting my wisdom teeth taken out tomorrow. Yes. That's pretty much it. Everybody. I had the party. It was just lots of prep for the party. This week. It's just been a crazy week with the 4th of July party and stuff. Yes. But Jordan and I are doing great. Jordan's been wonderful and amazing, with especially during my hand stuff. Because, like, for the 4th of July party, you know, I love, like, we planned out this huge menu, and I couldn't cook anything. So Jordan had to do 90% of the party, and he did oh, amazing. Oh, good job, Jordan. So I'm very thankful for him. Simone and S'mores are still not friends, <laughs> but that's probably going to be <laughs> that way for a while. oh But um, everything's pretty good. Oh, I might be, let's see, Cor's going to Europe and we can have my birthday's in two weeks
1: yeah your birthday's in, fucking, or it's in 10 days yeah it's like yeah 10 days i'm yeah. gonna
0: be 24. cute crazy. crazy growing up and then jordan's birthday is in uh, on the 22nd. So it's coming up too mm-hmm. and then uh yeah it's gonna be a good month corey's going to europe to get some stds and yes get his whole his virgin holes back
1: i literally am just going to the beach and getting drunk and then going to berlin pride
0: which we'll also be doing in january oh yeah we booked hawaii
1: if we're going to Hawaii.
0: We're going to Hawaii January 1st through the yes. 10th. We're going to Oahu. So
1: we should not complain about our lives at all.
0: Yeah, we have a, <laughs> everything's pretty good right now. I'm just broken as shit. Yeah,
1: except for yeah, except for your fucking hand. Yeah, Fuck I'm
0: going to be on painkillers next 4 days again. Yeah. What's up? So yeah, oh and like we said earlier for tier 3 patrons like I'm sorry that we can't get out your bonus episode tomorrow like like the rest of the Patreon um, shit. Patreon shit, but we as soon as I am sober enough after we do painkillers we're recording the episode and releasing it yeah we just have to it's been it was just that
1: combination with the fact that this entire weekend was sort of a holiday
0: yeah like this whole it was like drinking every single day this weekend
1: oh god yeah and
0: then um and we still have to record like two more things tonight and i have my wisdom tooth thing tomorrow morning
1: (laughs) yes
0: edit that out Corey.
1: spectrophilia
0: spectrophilia so this this episode is brought to you by Spectrophilia. spectrophilia and on that note anyways house Your. Sex. Life. Bye. Bye, guys. See you next week.